0: three-way
1: theater
2: uh-huh.
0: welcome to the three-way theater yeah hi <laughs> You know, you know. Hey, y'all ready? Let's go. We all about wrestling, but don't call us fanatics. Uh We talk about wrestling movies, review the classics. Uh From ready to rumble, body slamming, Russell Madness. You can tell us our passion. Now we into podcasting. Screaming Northeast Championship Wrestling. Mr. Peacock, go ahead, represent. Three-way theater, three the Uh hard way. From your boy Mike, JC, and Yeah. Welcome to the three-way theater.
3: Welcome
1: to the three-way theater. Welcome to the
3: three-way theater. Welcome to to three-way theater. Hey guys, I'm Mike Pava. I'm
0: lumber Jake, and I'm JC. And we review pro wrestling, movies, and pro wrestling movies,
3: and
2: talk shows. (laughs) Wait a minute, did you say talk shows? I said. Talk shows. You, you did not.
3: You mean like like Sally Jesse Raphael and
0: Donahue? Donahue, Donahue, Donahue. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I mean, but you got to have like I don't know, like a Regis Philbin that would probably like really kind of sell, sell it, right? Maybe so Mr. Maury Povich, um, the one and only. Or as Maury I call Povich. him,
2: Mr. Connie Chung.
0: <laughs> We've <laughs> Mr. got it all. Connie Chung. Well,
2: I. Uh, it's been, a, it's been a few weeks since our last three-way theater. Yeah, there's one thing that's been bugging me that I'd like to get off my chest.
3: Please sure. do. A little housekeeping by oh. Um I think
2: Mike Piva watched all of GLOW in the first half and he didn't know us. not true. Wait a second. That is yeah. not true. Wait a second.
0: Let the man speak. You're going to have your chance for rebuttal. All right. Lumberjack,
2: please plead your case. Okay. So I was uh, re-listening to our first GLOW episode. Part one, yep. And uh, Bash, in passing, made a reference to uh, Wrestling Marriage. And um, Mike Pava said, "Oh, with the fan," and we just both glossed over it, huh. and we weren't
3: thinking about it. But she does end up trying to marry a fan. No. See, because I thought I was confused and thought that we were talking about because you, because you were giving me shit that I had forgot about the robot, which robot was out of my head. First of all, Globot.
0: Let's <laughs> let's be clear. So
3: I was like, "Oh, with with the fan." And meaning like what did you mean by the fan? I meant I meant the 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 guy with with uh with the the fucking uh, Smalls guy.
0: Right, but that didn't come into play until the second half. So what so Lumber wait no, she, wait, no, no, wait wait no wait no wait wait, wait just, let me just will, let me just say this real quick. What Lumber Jake is pontificating right now is that. Smalls there uh, What's his name In the in the show Cupcake Cupcake I was talking did about She Wolf's fan I was talking about She Wolf's fan Were you Yeah So you weren't talking about Britannica's fan I did not That watch. would go on To m- try to marry her In the season finale No
3: No Mm-hmm I mean, well, listen. First of all, you guys, I did that first. The first fucking season, we did this, right. and the whole point was not to mm-hmm. do it again. Right, right. So we I didn't. We, I
0: agree. I agree listen, with what you're saying. Listen,
3: you f- listen, your best friends with my girlfriend on Snapchat. Why don't you ask her if we skipped ahead and watched because we didn't, because she was upset that we couldn't? So here's
0: the thing. I'm gonna leave it to our listeners to decide whether Mike Pave is guilty or innocent. And if you
2: find him guilty, we will crack an egg, egg over on his head. Towel. I was what?
0: thinking the same thing. Why yes. do we have to leave
3: it up to the fucking stupid fans? We're, Whoa! You are, whoa. Not, you are well, not you are not
2: helping no. at all. You're, fans are not going to vote for you now. You're calling them stupid. <laughs> our beautiful, smart fans.
0: <laughs> First, you just like threw shade at your lovely girlfriend because we snap on the snapper. Yeah, not throw shade. I'm just saying. You, you know, guys got a streak a going on, like nobody's. Yeah, business. we got that streak snapper. But you're calling our listeners stupid, and you're calling them. Listen, I don't think they should have
3: a say in any of this.
0: I think you're just worried about getting an egg cracked over your head. I was obviously I confused
3: so. about what we were talking were about. Were you though? Mm. I think mm. you knew yeah. a little too well. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, Jake, I appreciate you bringing that up, and uh, I hope you've listened to our GLOW episodes, both parts. Listen, you know, and, 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 and you know. Nominee for Conspiracy Theory of the That year. might <laughs> be, that you may have just cracked the code. Yep. I thought we had Crack a the egg ooh,
2: on that <laughs> on head and that toys. beautiful luscious hair of yours. Oh, it's going to look even better after the egg. It's
0: going
3: to be so shiny.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But we we kind of had an open spot this month for September. We you know didn't know where we were going to go for three way theater. And Jake had a great suggestion that we kind of do something a little bit different, a little different. You know, and uh, I'm so glad that we did. Because this was really fun, kind of delving into the world of pro wrestling on talk shows.
2: Daytime talk shows. Daytime TV talk shows, specifically.
0: This was uh, a wide range of things as well. I was really happy to see so many different, uh, you know, talk shows kind of mingling with the world of wrestling. So many.
2: (laughs) It was great. Um, Yeah, it was you know, you have a lot of the late-night talk shows that we're going to get to eventually. Ooh. I'm sure. David Letterman's,
3: a Conan O'Brien's, last, last Call with Carson, Carson Daly. Daly, Oh great, yeah. yeah, Last Call with Carson All Daly, right. <laughs> uh, Nightline. Oh, uh, Tom uh, Snyder? D- no, I was thinking oh, of uh, Ted Koppel. Li- uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I was, <laughs> just, I was thinking of Lifeline. <laughs> Lifeline. <Wait. laughs> <Wait.
2: laughs> The made up show
0: with Mike, <laughs> yeah, Mike came <laughs> Just made
3: that
2: up. Or you mean Love
3: Line. Love Dr. Line
0: Doctor Dr. Drew, Drew and our good friend, longtime listener and fan Adam Carolla. Yeah, he's a big fan. Big fan three way theater. Um, um, Jake, at least on Instagram. Uh, I just wanna so we're gonna make this playlist available. We'll post it on our Facebook and Twitter and our website. And we're actually gonna do it. Yeah. We've been we've been doing it, we've been following through. And we'll uh, post this so that you guys can enjoy what we've enjoyed here today. We, uh, we
2: started off... Uh, well, I started off... Because... <laughs> he started off without telling us. Yeah. yeah. We were all just h- hanging out, having fun, and then all of a sudden, uh, next thing they know, I'm watching him we two videos in, and they're like, wait, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, we were just watching other
0: videos. We were uh also... lumberjack was showing off his WWE 2K18 uh, three-way theater characters. a wrestlers, yes. yes.
1: Tell us a little
2: bit about that before we dive into the, the videos. Well, uh... I've been on a little mission. It's really getting to the 12th hour now that the new game's coming out in October, but I have a lot of three-way theater characters available for download soon. Not so, only that, but you had the arena that had a goddamn peacock, yeah, Mr. Peacock, yeah, on the, the, the canvas. Yeah, and we had a big theater with uh, our picture. It looked
3: fantastic. So people can go on to their um, PlayStation store. Is that thing that people can do? Other people download this? Yeah, they can 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 upload it and they can download it. And you can download your own, Mr. Peacock character. exclusive.
0: Okay, I didn't know that. That kind of I don't. I don't really play video games, so that kind of blows my mind. Yeah. That you can
2: download it. Yeah, my uh, my Gordy from Ready to Rumble has eight downloads, and <laughs> Jimmy King has two. Really? Yeah. Already, great. So can you see natural. who downloads it or not? No,
0: just <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't get to see Jimmy King on on. The characters for this one.
2: No, I didn't get. To but, show so you there that. are other characters as well. Oh, I got so many.
0: You should. Uh, we should take so some got, screenshots so we can show yeah. some of the characters. So okay. We got, got Mad Bull. Well, I mean, my favorite. I mean, Mad Bull was great. Uh, we had a uh, Rip. Rip. Rip Thomas from uh, No Holds Bard. But I got to tell you guys my favorite was the surprise last entrant into the 8-man tag the Survivor Series match. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Peacock, Peacock himself. himself. The entrance you gave Mr. Peacock was
2: fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I uh, created that myself from the lighting and It was all amazing. Of that, the pyrotechnics. That yeah. like it gave me goosebumps. I was like, <laughs> "Holy shit. He's come to life." Well,
0: because I mean, he came to life in my mind as a child. So to see that brought to life on the screen, we and also found out that uh, Mr. Peacock's name is Pee-wee.
3: Pee-wee that's Peacock. pee Peacock. Right,
0: right. And you also put little Easter eggs. There was a little picture of our executive producer, Daisy. Yeah, she was sitting <laughs> in the corner.
2: Yeah. Not, like, not the most noticeable thing, but you can see her noticeable. hanging out.
0: I thought it was great. That was awesome. I'm, and I, that's really cool that you can download them. So I'm assuming that like, you go to like the d- the
2: downloadable store. Yeah, you'll be able or this. To, if you search up uh, Mr. Peacock, TWT, things like Aww. that, you'll be able to. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah.
0: That is really cool. I'm gonna need a cut of that though. If you, uh, you got any royalties on that, no. no. Oh, so WWE gets the royalties on that?
2: Mm, not royalties, but you does know.
0: the World Wrestling Entertainment now own Mr. Peacock? Yes. Damn it!
2: Yeah, you have to sign away. Son of a bitch! A, yeah. yeah. as When I uploaded all those images of, well, as
0: long as you didn't like take three-way theater. And, no, like, he did. Give that,
3: oh, yeah. This picture. Of, we are now owned by yeah WWE. Oh wait, McCoy. I just uh, just got a cease and desist. Oh. Oh. Well,
0: that's been three-way theater, guys. That's no, it. That it was, was fun living. while it lasted. <laughs> Well, see ya. So we start with Ricky Lake. <laughs> yeah, Ricky to Lake.
3: Uh
2: so well here's the thing. We didn't get to see Ricky. No, we didn't get to see no. how how Ricky was looking, because that's always that's always a, a toss up. <laughs> that's, that's how always... that's
3: how you could tell what year it was
2: yeah. by how Ricky Lake looked. <laughs> I prefer Ricky Lake and Crybaby where she was pregnant. <laughs> okay. I was all about that. <laughs> right, interesting. So we uh saw we met a super fan of Scott Steiner. Yes, yeah, so, dying to go to a show. Uh, so
3: Ricky, Ricky Lake is making your dreams come true. Ricky here. Lake's
2: dreams come true. Yeah.
3: Yes. And uh, as you said, she makes a, a one lucky fan gives him the full treatment. To I guess a, a house show.
0: So yeah. we were debating this at first. You know, I assumed it was like a Monday Nitro, but it definitely felt more like a house show the way it was being set up, especially from the uh, Discount Nitro Girls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the house show Nitro Girls. who may have <laughs> coined
2: this term. We need to get more information on them. They were this guy met the Nitro Girls, quote unquote, and they all like showed them all together. They were not the nitro girls. Not never once have appeared on Nitro. Not a
3: single one was a nitro girl. Which led us to believe that maybe there were house show nitro yeah. girls. Well,
0: they were definitely discount nitro girls because one was playing Spice, the other one was being like Charmel. Like yeah. they were they were definitely like trying to play the roles of the real Nitro girls, which maybe you believe if you're at a house show and you see the Nitro girls dancing, you probably think, like, Oh, there's fire. They're so far away. You're yeah. not even real You're not
3: paying attention. This you- also seemed like a very intimate building, though. This wasn't a very large building. It looked like a casino.
0: Like yeah. it had like the red uh, velvet like chairs, ballroom type. Yeah, but well, from a
2: distance they look pretty good. But when you're up close, they look like Judy Martin. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, the also the other thing is that so the wrestlers that he gets to meet, we start off with Vampiro.
2: Wearing his uh, Hatchet Man jersey, <laughs> Big Juggalo, uh, Magic Magic Ninja what,
3: whoop whoop, boys. Vampiro uh, shows off his uh, chicken wing skills. Yes, yes. the
0: cross-faced
2: chicken. I mean, he's very—he's famous
0: for his cross chicken wing.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: One of the most proficient cross chicken wing users. He is pretty crass faced <laughs> <Huh>. But <laughs> uh, plays
0: fucking music. Oh, uh, play oh the my music. God. Did you just watch that, Mikey? What, what happened? Uh,
2: Triple Mania. Oh, no, no, shit, you, Doug. Oh, my God. When he's uh, demanding that his music be played. So
0: he's on commentary, and there's this big schmaz happening in the ring. Yep. And he's supposed to go and do a run in, but he needs his music to hit first. Uh-huh. So it's not
2: playing. So the, he decides. He's the, waiting. He decides the best route to get them to play the music is screaming to the live headphone feed on commentary Play my fucking music. For the love of God, play my music. And you got Matt Stryker on
0: commentary with him, trying to justify why this man is not going into the ring and also
2: asking for his music. Yeah, maybe uh, Vampyro trying to get them to play his music so the fans can rally behind him and he can really save the day. Holy like, shit. Like Jeff Jarrett's in the ring. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other, like they're just calling him Conan's out. in there. Like, yeah, it's like,
0: just come in the fucking ring, dude. You'll get the pop. But he's like, yeah. play my fucking music.
2: And then they just... Uh a while later they start playing Back in Black, and he just stands up. It's and- like
0: it's like two and a half minutes
2: of like him refusing to get in the ring, and then as he's going to the ring,
0: Matt Striker, a true professional, <laughs> Vampiro, <laughs> like holy sh! I heard Triple Mania was kind of a huge botch Mania event, but that's the only clip I've seen. Interesting, and of course it's it's him, and he's looking every bit of his age at this point. Like
2: man. Um, yeah. So he met Vampiro. Vampiro was super cool to him. And then he meets the man himself, Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, with his two freaks, Medesia and other one. <laughs> yep, exactly. And
0: uh, here's the weird thing that we all kind of noticed. Scott Steiner is the nicest man in the world. He was super
3: cool to him. He was a sweetheart. Yeah, like, he wasn't playing his character. He seemed to just be like, hey, uh, you know, look at my muscles. It's is pretty cool. And, like, shaking the guy's hand after. Yeah. Nice to meet you, pal.
0: But this is, like, 1999, so this is, like, the peak of, like, Big Papa Pump. Yeah, he's, so it, he's just mean and big looking, but just he couldn't have been nicer to him. Like, to, to see the, the you, know, you know, open the curtain and you see Michigan State Scott Steiner behind the scenes just kind of, like, shaking hands yeah. and, like, it was really nice, but it was also really
3: weird. Well, you yeah. gotta think, like, this is... Would you say, what did we say? 99? Had to mend mountains. Yeah. So, I mean, WCW at this point, any kind of publicity is huge for them. Like, oh, oh, great, we're getting yeah. this, this kind of uh, Let's anything we can get.
2: But well, Scott's they're still, like, they weren't, like, in the gutter till, like, the end of 99. Like, And Scott Steiner's not a guy to just be nice, just for, like, right. just for the hell of it. So, like, the fact he was out there, like, just having fun, like, he is, he just, maybe he's just a super nice guy. Yeah, yeah, it is. It was just, it
3: was real, uh, and you, do, you think, too, like, the, the basis of the show was make dreams come true. So Scott Steiner knew that this kid was coming, that it was his dream right. to meet Scott Steiner, and he was going to make uh, the best of it, I think guess. think it was his dream to meet Vampiro? Yes. I think Vampiro just kind of stuck his head in there, you know? <laughs>
0: hey, what's going on here, guys? Oh, camera? Nice. Great publicity, eh? Hey, play my fucking music.
2: But I like the uh, Nitro girls oh, the best. Oh, Shh! Thanks, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it was a nice little segment to kick us off. Very
2: simple. Next uh, up, we got from a holy shit from Ooh. like from a not to hot nerdy to knockout nerdy, nerdy to knockout. Out. Good old Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones, a favorite of wrestlers. <laughs> she loves them. She introduces a 21-year-old Mickey James. Jesus. Whoa. She does an entrance that makes Molina jealous. Oh Hachi my god, Machi. She's wearing a full on what I would describe as a stripper outfit. I mean, it is definitely a stripper yeah. outfit. And she does a handstand and like she's so exposed they her they pussy falls her. out. They were censoring her <laughs> cuz she does a handstand Wait, can I not wearing say a that. Dress. It
3: was just funny the way you said it. <laughs> she looked
2: So good. Amazing. I mean,
3: here's
0: the other thing we were talking about. Mickey James looks amazing today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in uh, September 15th, 2018, she looks amazing.
2: Oh, my God. She has
0: aged beautifully. But 21-year-old Mickey James, Alexis
2: Lurie. Alexis Lurie. Like, holy fuck. She was- uh,
3: Pre-implants, all natural,
2: baby. And this was the year 2000? Yes. Yep. So this is before she was anything. She was going by Mickey. Right. Is she was her, already kind of, uh, she had already been building up this
0: persona. She should have been Alexis Lurie at this point. She should have been, but Maybe, yeah. Is her real name Mickey?
2: No, her real name is, I thought it was, I don't know. Now Now
0: I'm not sure. Yeah, because they Now call you're her, making me question myself. They
2: call her Mickey, but uh, it's her wrestling name up to that point. Maybe she, Mickey James is her real name. Because she didn't come into WWF until- We did no research on w- this. She didn't come into like 2006. Right. Like around M- there. Mickey-
3: James's real name is Mickey Larie James. Okay, oh. mm. little from column A, little from column B. Yeah, she had a nice little southern twang to her.
0: Well, and I mean hardcore country. Hardcore country. country. She uh she was amazing, and so this was nerdy to knockout. So it's all these these former like you know ugly ducklings turn into swans, and, and they, they get they brought c- their bullies on. They can confront their bullies, and it flashes to an earlier segment. Where this guy was throwing a burger and fries in his uh, nerd's face, yeah, (laughs) and this guy was now talking trash to fatty, yeah.
2: And, and she like, wasn't fat.
3: No, well, she might have been she back then. She was when she, yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, yeah,
2: but like she isn't now, though. So why would he say that? Well,
3: because they wanted the confrontation. He throws the fucking burgers. She shoves it in his face and, and breaks his nose. The problem <laughs> I have. The problem that I have was with all up. these
0: bullies and everybody is that there's too much giggling going on. Oh on yeah, stage. yeah. Like, Jerry Springer, they're fucking professionals. <laughs> they keep the fucking poker face. Okay. Oh, they,
2: that's, that's one I could have put on the list.
0: Oh, well, we can, we'll can always come back to that. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean. Big Woody
2: on Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, we could do New England wrestlers on Jerry Springer. There's a few of them. Yeah. Uh, but they're professionals. They know what they're going on that show for,
2: and they keep a straight face when they need to. But they play their character well.
0: Everybody on Jenny Jones is like, <laughs>
2: Because they're like, we don't really mean this, and like, the the bullies will never relent that the person looks better now.
0: Well, Mickey's bullies coming straight out of an '80s revenge film. Like they should have been Muggsy's girls. <laughs> uh, they had Cheetos that they were, you know, that they had, and then Mickey James tried to throw the Cheetos on them.
2: He looked like, uh, like uh, that Zabka kid from uh, Billy Zabka. Or, yeah, absolutely. And she comes up with Skittles, throwing them all over him for some reason. Um, how do you think
0: this so we we now know looking at the pictures of young nerdy Mickey James, mm. but um in later years the whole Piggy James angle with Lay Cool. You think oh, that might man. have like affected her at all like being bullied as a kid and yeah, right? doing this angle where she's basically made fun of for being fat and, you know, bringing back to
2: the bully days. Or uh, maybe that was her going like I wanna stretch my acting chops so I wanna like cry on camera. So like maybe we can maybe we can do this. Maybe it was a herd suggestion. Maybe. Maybe probably <laughs> not. <laughs>
3: I don't know, what do you think? I, I hate those kind of angles. Like they did it with uh they did it with Natalia, didn't they? Yeah, they did it with this guy, Rui
2: Batella, once where the guy called him <laughs> a big fat uh, cell phone clerk? Yeah, yeah, that's what he called him. You're just a cell phone clerk named John Pimentel. Yeah, what a dickhead that guy was. I don't like those angles either, Mikey. Listen. <laughs> you different time. We're
3: listening. Different time, different era. Do you like this popcorn? It's delicious.
2: Delicious popcorn sponsored by uh, Pop Secret. Yeah, no. It's not like Pop Secret. It's uh, Popcorn Secret who's sponsoring us. Right, exactly. We're not going to tell you who's sponsoring us, but we will tell you it's delicious. So, uh, yeah, the guy won't say that she looks better. He's like, no. What
0: the fuck? You're telling me that you don't think she looks hot now? She looks like
3: a pig. Look at you, you with your fake body. She's like, nope. All and she, natural. And she didn't
2: have a fake butt. She had no nope. boobs. Uh-huh. She just had a butt.
0: And she had already done her tasteful nudes because then Jenny Jones showed a picture
2: of her. Oh, my God. List. Yeah. You th- um, I love the, um, her doing the split and like shaking her ass. So and you- then it cuts to like old ladies in the crowd like shaking their <laughs> heads. <laughs>
0: also, I- I'd be remiss to mention that when her pussy fell out earlier, mm-hmm. um, they blocked it out with like a like like life monitor. Yes. Like, <laughs> <doot>, Flatline. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, that, I get it. I get it, Jenny Jones. Well, they needed a big enough sensor box because <laughs> <laughs> that shit <laughs> fell the fuck up. Yeah, but they were good. They were between that or a mail truck. <laughs> yes. So we go to we, more Jenny Jones. We go to more Jenny Jones from the female strip show to a fucking <laughs> male strip show. Oh, it's Chip, Mr. Chippendale himself, this Buff is, the Stuff Bagwell. This this uh, features many Buff wrestlers, not only Buff <laughs> Bagwell, but this is Jenny Jones's daytime Nitro party. Sounds pretty lame until it gets going. <laughs>
0: well, because he she also had to bring in a special MC, none other, Lee then, Marshall. Yep. Hammer? I wish. You, no, Lee Marshall gave a hard pass on the daytime Nitro party.
2: He's like, I'm not going to that bullshit. <laughs> I only party at night. <laughs> Yeah, so they had to get Discount Lee Marshall, which is really saying something. Mr. Cow Mueller. He was big back then, huh? Was he a uh, uh, like, He was like the yeah. anti-Howard Stern. But he was nominated for a Slammy. Was he? He, was, he went was to the Slammies. I feel like
3: he did nothing for WWF, but he did a lot for WCW. He
2: showed up at the Slammies one was it when year. When Hogan
3: was still around?
2: He was uh he was going to give out his No, it was when it was Slammy 96 or 97. Wow. Where he was giving out the Freedom of Speech Award. So
0: I never listened to him. I I did listen to Stern. So how is he like the
3: anti-Stern? Not that he was like an anti-Stern. He was Stern, only he wasn't funny. He was (laughs) gay.
0: All right. All right. Um. Well, he got to be the host because he's friend. You know, he had a he did have a relationship with WCW. He was on a lot of
2: WCW programming back then. He had two matches on pay per view. Did he? Two. Was one against Jimmy Hart? Uh, no. Two were against Jimmy Hart. (laughs) Wait, this on pay per view? Yeah, baby.
1: What?
0: I must have blocked. It was like ninety nine. I'm guessing it must have been right around there. Yeah. So they still had Jimmy Hart on TV in 99? Coming soon to Best in Show. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to do that. Um, so this daytime Nitro party, uh, our first guest is the none other than Buff himself, Marcus Alexander Bagwell.
3: Buff comes out wearing his fur hat and um, overalls. Yeah, he's
2: dressed like a stripper version of 1920s vagrants.
3: <laughs> do you think Buff had anything on underneath his overalls? No. No. No, I, I think I that was very
0: clear he did not. And I love the the outfit, the top hat. Yep. The uh, NWO overalls. Yep. Easily strap that up, pop that off. Pop that off very easy. And then pop
2: it back on. Pop it back on, on when you need right to. Pop off. it right
0: back off again. Uh, <laughs> he bragged about his accomplishment as a tag team champion. The only person to have won, what was it, three tag team champ Or four tag team champions with three with different three partners? With three different partners. But that had changed... Later on, right, Mikey? Did you uh, have that? It
3: turns out that uh, Buff Bagwell turns out to be a five-time WCW tag team champion with four different people, Ooh. including Too Cold Scorpio, The Patriot, Scotty Riggs, and Shane
0: Douglas. So let me ask you boys this. Your favorite Bagwell tag team partner, the, the combination. Too Cold. Patriot. I'm going to go with Jake on The Patriot. Really? Yeah. I I was really into Bagwell and The Patriot as a tag team. Star Were and they stripes. Stars and Stripes? Yep. Yeah. They, they. I was totally into that. I don't think Scorpio and Bagwell had enough time as a team because did you not see their sweet dance moves? Um, we. I'm pretty sure we reviewed one on Best in Show.
2: Sure did. Beach Blast '93. Uh,
0: but no, I think I liked Patriot.
2: Interesting.
0: And uh, the American males. I gotta love the song. American American males, males, American American males. males, American males. It's the only words I know from the song.
2: When they see him come, I better run for cover. This ain't no nighttime lover.
0: (laughs) American males. Love it. Um, We're told that there is a giant super fan that loves Buff Bagwell and wants to meet him. So Jenny Jones asks if bagwell can kind of go hide in the back
2: when she's saying it, i'm like is it me <laughs> she goes up and sits in the chair Ooh. um but i love oh my Bag- god jenny jones was soaked she was talking drenched. to, to buff bagwell.
0: her pussy fell out too uh, <laughs> and she,
2: she was, was wearing slacks <laughs> <laughs> she had a choker on and she's like choke me she did have a choker yes on. Yeah, she looked like any girl in 2018 <laughs>
0: Um. So Bagwell sneaks off, but like a little cartoon character, he like runs off the stage. Yeah, and he does like a big loop around. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, this young eighteen-year-old fan was comes she 18? out. Yes, they specifically said she was eighteen Holy years shit. old, and she comes out in her choker in hot leather pants.
2: Yeah, she looked very uh, Joey Lauren Adams. Yes,
0: she did. Like dark haired. Yes. Joey Lauren. Yes. Yeah, and uh, she comes and sits down, and she talks about how Buff is her very favorite wrestler.
3: she hears a door yeah creak he's trying to like be all like sneaky about it but he's huge
0: yeah (laughs) but she hears the door close and she like turns around like "Ooh, the door (laughs) And he's trying to go the other way (laughs) and then she's boom there he is flexing and this is when it really turned into a chip and dales show yeah because she loved him oh yeah well and he we we were trying to we had to rewatch it because he went in for
3: a Big hug. Yeah, he picked her up. Picked her up. Swung her around. Swung around and went for a butt grab. Yes, but her microphone pack. <laughs> yes, which, which makes an appearance several times. Yeah, on, I was going to say those microphone. <laughs> packs the most will famous three way theater all star. Yeah, uh, the microphone pack is kind of in the way, and he kind of grabs that instead. But he really wanted to grab that ass. Yes. I think
0: he did.
2: Oh, I mean, he did. He a, he tapped that.
3: ass. He sure did. I'm pretty sure
0: Disco and Bagwell fucking, they took her to oh, town. They double yeah, oh, double team? Yeah, double stuff. yeah, by the way, Disco Inferno showed up. Disco yeah. shows well, up. But before we get to Disco, I need to talk about the questions that were asked to Buff Bagwell.
3: Yes. <laughs> so,
0: there is a studio audience filled with, I'd say some super fans. 80-20 male. Well, okay. Even taking that back, let's not forget these 60-year-old women going fuck wild for Bagwell. They're bowing. Woo-hoo, like Rick like, Flair. Ric Flair, Rick Flair like, just walked in. It was amazing. <laughs> like, I get why Bagwell probably had a bit of an ego.
3: Their pussies fell out.
0: <laughs> Is that why all that dust flew up in that? <laughs> <laughs> they were actually already in their pocketbooks.
2: <laughs> Props for calling them pocketbooks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they actually weren't pocketbooks. That was just their pussy they were holding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's so
0: good that we're not popular because we'd be in so much trouble for the things we say. Um, yeah, the 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 ladies were loving Buff, the guys were loving him too. But there was this one snide wrestling fan wearing his—he uh, had his Nitro shirt over his regular shirt, uh-huh. double stuff shirt—and uh, <laughs> my favorite, your double, your favorite? Yeah, I love double stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. Um, so, disco. Oh no! It was a, what? I oh, told you. No, 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 no! It was about Savage Beach. But I want to talk about the filmography of of <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> no, no, I made joke. Jake <laughs> choking on his water. <laughs> That's fucking kid. He's so spit it out all over the microphone. Um, so uh, he wanted to know if Buff Bagwell would be starring in any more movies, um, such as the film series of uh, Savage Beach or and, uh, Return to Savage Beach. <laughs> Um, it was uh, at that point where I did admit that I had watched many of the films uh, starring Buff Bagwell. You yeah. um, have. because many in the Savage Beach franchise? I've watched uh, both um Savage Beach movies. Um <laughs> but well because it's not just Return to Savage Beeth, Beach. Beach. <laughs> it's Lethal Ladies Return to Savage Beach.
3: Okay, and you've seen you've seen all these? Well because Lethal
0: it's L E T it's like it's an actual group name. It's like kind of like a yeah, like all those it's different acronyms. Yeah, exactly. It stands for for other things. Like what? Oh, uh, you want you're calling me out on that? Yeah, right I mean, now. you've seen yeah. all the yeah. movies, all right? That's true. You're all right, a big fan. S- well, I mean, I, I let's not say I wasn't watching it for the plot.
3: Lethal sounds like
0: a Dan McLean company. Like he's well, I mean, it started for the masturbation. Like just
3: sat down and watched. Well, these no, things. I mean, it
0: started because I wanted to jerk off to people that I know. If Buff is one of those people, sure.
3: I mean, it is hotter if you know the person. It's a novelty.
0: Right. Um, these are Andy Sedaris movies, so he's done other Amy thing. Sedaris? No, not Amy, <laughs> not not Amy. <laughs> no. Uh David Sedaris, um uh, how did this get made did a famous one called uh Hard Target. Oh they okay. they but like that was more of a uh that wasn't as much softcore porn as the Buff Bagwell movies would be.
2: So David Sedaris is famous for these
0: Yes, and um, like at the time, uh, Julie Strain was a big softcore actress that I would watch. And the so mom was, from Modern
3: Family. No. Listen, you still haven't told me what lethal stands for. I'm trying <laughs> to look it up,
0: and it's not as easy as you would it was think. Act, it was actually Julie Bowen. Okay, Lust. Oh, we're going to... Oh, let's... Okay, uh, let's just uh, do that. Exotic.
3: Ooh, uh, uh, exotic, uh-huh. All right. Uh, um, titties. Titular. Oh, well, all, yeah, right. Pretty, all right. All right, all right. You both said tit, perfect. <laughs> uh uh-huh hotties okay anal we, uh, <laughs> right lesbians oh yes.
0: there we, is a lot of lesbian sex there you go movies.
3: we
2: got it off
3: the um, exotic titular hottie
2: anal anal, anal lesbians, lesbians. <laughs> yeah we got it we got it my favorite movie um
3: the
0: first one that i ever watched was day of the warrior uh from 1996 that was the first <laughs> one that i remember watching <laughs> Uh, so I was a young man. You sure were. Was Buff Bagwell the warrior? Um, he was the warrior. Actually, you're right. That's well, right. He
3: is the warrior. How did you procure these? Were these on? Skinamax? Oh, these are Skinamax. Okay, these are
0: late night. Yeah. Uh, I was sleeping over my nana's. Went up to the bedroom upstairs. As you always
3: did at night, right? And Nana so fell asleep. Hot.
0: And you know, I'd go up into the old my my aunt's old bedroom. So it was like from the 1970s. The it was, old like, haunted shag carpeting all over.
3: How many times did you masturbate? In that room, I was fucking raw. Did she like have a I
0: black box, or did she have pay? She for just all had pay channels. She she her. she paid the right way. My grandmother was not a cheat or anything like that. She she paid for her services. Did uh-huh.
2: she's love TV and movies?
0: She loved HBO. She loved you know it's it's you know it's more than TV than
2: Cinemax. Yeah, or Showtime. but you
0: got Cinemax with HBO. It was an automatic mm. like they the cable would just give it to you as I a mean. bonus. So yeah, Cinemax had. All the best stuff. And, you know, for a kid, I was, what, 96. So I was 13 years mm-hmm. old. So as a 13-year-old kid, I just wanted to see titties. Like, I think we talked about this on the podcast before, but Dream On was the, f- like, like it was on HBO at the time, and that was, like, a sitcom that had titties. And I was all about that. But once I started, like, finding out about Cinemax, I started watching those, and mm. those movies were, they were just all over the place.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that that is the formation of many a young boy's manhood.
3: Um, Would uh, would the Emmanuel movies be considered considered softcore porn? Absolutely. Okay, Emmanuel Lewis. No, Emmanuel in space. <laughs> Did
0: you? Uh, I've watched many versions of Emmanuel. Many Emmanuel. Emmanuel in space was great because uh, that girl was that girl was, she, that was uh, Krista Allen, who would go on to be in Days of Our Lives. Wow, and she may became a legitimate actress, but she started in the Emmanuel in space movies. Wow, but no the Emmanuel,
3: idea. I have no idea what those are. Emmanuel was like it was just a series of, of softcore uh, porn.
0: Think of Seinfeld and Rochelle Rochelle uh, from Milan to Minsk. Okay, an exotic journey from yes. Milan to Minsk, and Emmanuel was the same type of thing. Eventually the series took her to space as most series mm-hmm. do. Right. <laughs> uh, Emmanuel <laughs> X, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Triple uh, X, so oh, triple <laughs> X, and uh, yeah, Emmanuel definitely falls. So you, so you watch yeah, those, All right? Um, there was a great one from the '70s called Fanny Hill. Big fan <laughs> of that. Um, but I just wanted the the, the Day of the Warrior. Uh, was the the agency. This is the secret company that is formed with Lethal. Uh, the, the agency's computer database is compromised by a powerful criminal named The Warrior. Now, with the list of all the undercover agent's identities in hand, he's going after them one by
3: one. Oh, shit. <laughs> with his dick. You're not listening to the South Core Theater.
0: Um it should also be noted that the warrior they always have been. The warrior eventually turned babyface and became a good guy in the movies. Oh. So, uh, it worked out well. and I think it's because of the popularity of Marcus Alexander Bagwell.
2: Yeah, I think of the warrior when he broke his neck and then came back as a big <laughs> triumphant hero. <laughs> well, he what? he was
0: going to be a villain but his mom called the producers <laughs> and she said, "You know, my boy the warrior
3: should probably be a good guy." Now, so he was like he was a big part of these movies. Like yes. he wasn't just a bit active. Oh no, he, he was, was in the these guy. movies. Yes cool yeah so
0: he so it's just funny that this fucking kid on jenny jones asked him about these what movies. a
1: smart mark question, question
0: number one. Oh, jenny i'd like to know if he'll be in any more savage beach movies my name is jc mark <laughs> listen i would have been wearing my nwo
3: shirt not my nitro shirt yeah but they would have made you put the nitro shirt on damn it you're right
2: if it ain't wolf
3: if it ain't wolf pack no no go nothing says a fucking uh planted sign like having a pole attached to it <laughs> <laughs> like they're fucking
2: protesting something it is like it says buff the stuff or something but it's on like a stick like an old timey politician yes.
0: mm-hmm. like um, I
2: like Ike so when they b- i thought the reaction couldn't
0: get bigger than Bagwell but then they bring out disco inferno huge reaction huge reaction everyone's dancing well because we also have the real nitro girls back the the yes. house show nitro yes. girls are no more and uh disco uh, Jenny Jones asks a great question like about the fans cheering Disco for his <laughs> entrance, and then booing him when the match starts. It's so true, and
3: it's something I never really thought about because when Disco comes out, and every time Disco comes out, you watch these old Nitros. Everybody's doing the the, 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 the Saturday, Saturday Night, Night, Night Fever thing, and then the bell rings. Yes, and then they all boo him.
2: But it's like, why is everyone dancing? Is it just are they joking? Is, it like a, is that the big comedy I don't bit? Know. They told me Disco was dead. I'm shocked. Can't believe it. <laughs> Remember when he had a little duck, a little plastic duck? <laughs> I do. Re- you know, I'm. I love Disco Inferno because we also in just in between things we watched Disco Inferno doing Conan's. Um, oh, that wasn't a part of your playlist. No. I oh, just, that's just great. Oh, I, just I just threw just, that on
0: there just because I'm. I'm a huge Disco Inferno fan because
2: we we're having a discussion about whether or not Disco Inferno was in the Wolf Pack. So we ended up having. Well, He was kind of like their Louis Piccoli. He was trying to get in. He was trying to become yeah. a full fledged member. When he was trying to, oh, like Louis Piccoli trying to get into the Body Donnas,
0: right? Or Louis Piccoli trying to get into the NWO? Right. Mm, fucking
2: Louis Piccoli,
0: man! <laughs> <laughs> and then he died before his big blow off match. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like that night, it was like two days before. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, but I I thought that like I'm I'm really disappointed Disco never made it to the WWF. I'm yeah, su- I'm surprised because I think they would have done something
2: with him. I think and he like, was talented enough. He knows he, his he, limitations. He knows he's a comedy
3: guy. He knows Do you think like they wouldn't have given him the disco character? Why not? Or yeah. they could have
0: done
2: something Oh he would have been s- disco. You think? Yes. Because disco can't be trademarked. You can't trademark disco. And then they would have probably put him in the FBI or something, their new incarnation.
0: But like you figure he was he in WCW till the end? Oh yeah. Okay. So like He they,
2: became disco with a Q. Oh my like god. Like Cisco. Disco? Ugh. Fuck. I just I
0: I feel like they could have done something with him. I mean him. I'm,
2: I I agree with you. I, I feel like he's very underrated. I fucking think Disco with a Q is brilliant. Can I just <laughs> throw that out there? The, like Cisco, And he was just Disco. Just Disco with a Q. Yeah. Fuck I think that's really smart.
3: I mean that video we watched where he does Conan's music video it's very it was funny. fucking hilarious. And I
0: I definitely remember him doing that parody. And he was but I don't remember how funny it was. Like it was great. Um I don't know. I'm a big disco fan. I don't know. I just wish he got more play. Now he's just getting shot down by Cody Rhodes on the internet.
2: Yeah, and he is also... Jim Cornette like, uses him as an example of the people they had like trying to book ideas in WCW. Because Disco Inferno, he tried to pitch an idea where Mike Tenay was a Martian. Okay. And like, just randomly, they'd cut to Mike Taney at the announce table, like saying something, and then like he'd have antennas all of a sudden, but nobody would mention it, and then like it would like move on, and like nobody would talk about it, and then like small other things would happen. So okay. he's just
3: the guy that you know will do anything.
2: But this is his idea that he's trying to come up with. Yeah. He cool. also pitched um, the wrestling architect Bill Ding. See, that's amazing. That that's amazing. It should be a big
0: guy. <laughs> Bill Ding. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. like, what do you think the payoff would be for Mike Tenay Alien? It, it was going to be a Martian invasion. Oh, so there'd be more
2: aliens? Yes. In, <laughs> 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 these are the things. These are spoiler for NCW in the next <laughs> in the upcoming season. Yeah,
0: you thought the war between NCW and the uprising was bad. Wait for the alien invasion. Yep. Mm. Um. The fan now. The the fan asking the question. The disco. I'm uh, talking about getting into the NWO. Oh, man. Uh, how many knee pads did you go through to get into
2: position to try to get into the wolf pack? Oh! oh! Ow! Sucks a lot of dick. And, and then Buff retorts with a comeback. I can't remember what it was, but it gets a zero. He says, he,
3: it was v- he says, hey, this guy's not only a client, he's so the, the president. president. And the crowd's like,
0: what? They're like, we used to like you. Yeah. Go back Crowd to starts Savage beach.
2: fast. You just hear... <laughs> That's the water. That's the drenching. Yeah, it's, the, it's all just drying, just drying up. up. <laughs> it's, it's like a waterfall running in reverse.
0: <laughs> What's the opposite of squirting? It's a courting?
1: <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah, okay. No follow-up questions on that one. And then before we're taking it out of uh, Jenny Jones, we're introduced to the stinger.
2: Yeah, this oh, was man. weird. <laughs> She's like, can I get any volunteers for a question? Like. Five fucking people have their hands up right in front front of of her her. face. She's like, anyone? Anybody at all. Anybody. Anybody with a question. (laughs) Anybody that's red and looks like Dean the Beast (laughs) Livesley. And then this guy runs out there, bald, (laughs) fucking fat, painted red, (laughs) with jean shorts, painted completely red, like dangerously red, red, like died three days later (laughs) from poisoning. (laughs) Yes, yes. And it's to my knowledge that he's one of Mancow's sidekicks from the radio show. So he's like a Baba Booey, exactly, or like a Stuttering job. He's a but he's a stunt boy. For did
3: the show. Mancow and nobody tell this guy that there's already a stinger?
2: Well, well, he's the stinger, and he was going. Bzzz. I know.
0: I mean, but he didn't have like a like he didn't have a stinger. Like I feel like he should have had something on
2: his ass, right? Yeah, but Mama's family had that copyright. Mm, Mama, the queen bees. Mama's a dick. Mama is a dick. No, she's not, She's a sweet old lady. <laughs> Um, oh man,
0: the he looked just like our friend Dean. <laughs> like there's no other way around a it. A couple years ago. Well, yeah. Well, it was Dean used to wrestle as the Beast, who was like a man from Choochachoo Creek, Mississippi, what? and Choochachoo Creek, Mississippi. Yeah, duh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And he had wild and crazy hair. This guy was already bald, um, but the red was very off-putting.
2: Yeah, not good at all. No, and he's definitely he got sick from it. He definitely got sick. Yeah, not a good life.
0: <laughs> no, he didn't have a good life.
2: Um, and that was kind of the end of the Jenny Jones segment. Yep, we didn't really get much more from that. No, but they also announced having Billy Kidman and Scotty Riggs to be on the show
3: later on. And
0: I'm kind
2: of bummed we didn't get to see an American Males
0: reunion.
3: Right? I feel we were robbed. You know, I feel like uh, out of everybody that um, you know, Riggs belongs. You got disco, you got uh, buff, but I feel like I feel like maybe um, uh, who did you else Kidman suggest? Kidman like doesn't belong in there. Like, so
2: Riggs belongs and Kidman doesn't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as
3: far as body
0: guys go. Like I think you're discounting Kidman. And uh, Disco maybe I am. Disco is not a
2: body guy. Disco looked, Disco looked you, great. Not, Disco next, looked not great. next to Buff Bagwell, no, he did No, but didn't. they looked like these. they were very... Like, very Chippendale-esque. Very Chippendale-esque. I think, I think fucking Disco should have worn the suit. He looks better in the suit. Oh, yeah. Disco oh, I really Owned in the outfit. Yes, I do agree with that. He's wearing jeans and an NWO, NWO red uh, tank top. he had his outfit.
0: He looked over at Buff stuff, and he goes, Hey, man, you doing overalls today? And he goes, Yep. Anything else? Just a top hat. <laughs> Shit. He's like, well, fuck, damn man, it. damn it! I,
3: I can't can just... go back now.
0: I could put on my N.W. Wolfpack tank. Anything else? I guess pants. Sure, why not? <laughs> like, I, I, my I disco definitely outfits at the dry well, cleaner. Well, here's the thing. I think you're you're discounting Kidman. Because he's a little stud. He's a little guy. All right. He'd
3: be like if you
0: were a Chip okay. and tail dancer. Like, so, <laughs> you know, you have all these big, beefy guys, and then you, you come out market. with your fucking luscious goddamn hair. Uh-huh. You just start flipping that hair around, and then full Monty
3: fucking giving it right. in the hot stuff. I can get mm. into that. Like, let's right. do it. I'm sorry, Kidman. You belong.
2: Our, okay, our next segment is something I've been dying to listen, get to <laughs> since we initially talked. since we initially watched it. Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer, the young married couple, yes. Yep, the young, the young Hi- married Hi- couple. Hydea I- and Tyler. Yes. They married the year before. Yeah. The, so they were both 10? Uh, yes. 10 years old. And
3: they had AIDS. Both of both them had of AIDS. Them. And they said, hey, you know, it will be a great idea. No, they said, Hi-dea. They'd say, Hydea, <laughs> you know, it would be a great idea. <laughs> if, would be a great idea <laughs> if that you got married well, before they, no, you the, uh, unpleasantly well, passed away. Okay, that's that that is technically true. Yeah, like uh, so, just
0: uh, you know, a little background seems illegal.
3: Um, do you think they were
0: really married? Okay, so they we're saying. I mean, I can tell you if you want. No. Yes. Okay. Nope, no. Mikey said no. Oh, yep. Jake said no. Yeah, yeah. Mikey said no. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we won't. No. Okay, folks. I'll All right. Just so it. here's what. It, w- bottom line, Hydea... She was diagnosed with AIDS at the age of five. Fuck. She did not... Ex- oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I lied. Uh, she was born with HIV, and she was abandoned at a Las Vegas hospital in 1984. Jesus. She was diagnosed with full-blown AIDS by age three. Holy... The full-blown AIDS? That, full-blown <laughs> AIDS. So little was known about the virus in the 1980s, um, much less than it's known now, the doctors did not expect her to live past the age of five. So they basically said this abandoned baby that was left at a Las Vegas hospital. With
3: full-blown AIDS. By
0: three, they were like, oh shit, this ain't even half-AIDS. This is full-blown AIDS. Uh And they basically said she's not going to make it. Car accident. Like no, mm-hmm. but like five. Like you're gonna make it till five. Five, um, which so, was a
2: year later. So her and Tyler had unprotected sex.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, she was she was adopted. Her adopted family, kind of believing that the end is probably coming. Um, basically they held a friends for life ceremony, complete with a white bridal gown for uh Hydea and her best friend friends Tyler for life. Her best friend Tyler Small.
2: Oh, so, that sounds like Mikey.
3: <laughs>
0: Um, so they both had AIDS and so they both like were in the same groups together this is they,
3: heartbreaking
0: and so at this point they were six years old when they got married I hate to interrupt this
2: but what are the possibility of us having a best friend ceremony
0: <laughs> I mean I've been waiting for you guys to bring it up for a while now because I've been really wanting to have a best friend <laughs> ceremony I just didn't want to be the first one to bring it up
3: it's best friends for life so,
0: uh-huh. so you're saying the long haul?
2: Yeah. Oh. Oh. I don't know if I'm ready for that commitment. Let's
0: revisit that that for life part. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, life. <laughs> oh, disco? <laughs> yep. Oh, in. <laughs> um, so we're we now flash forward to 1996 on Jerry Springer. They are now 10 years
3: old. This is an update from a previous episode. Of Jerry Springer, where the, these two were on, and they and they and they weren't
0: just on Jerry Springer; they were on Oprah. Oh yeah, they were on every single talk morning talk show, probably Sally Jesse, and they were chronicling this wedding. They called it the wedding, but it's really the friends for life ceremony. Hmm. Um, but Tyler was a big wrestling fan, and again, they had like basically in my mind, they had this big ticking clock over Hydea and Tyler were being like. They may, anything past five years old, they're on borrowed time. So like, what can we do for like? Them it's now? basically like a make a wish moment, right? Where you bring out Tyler's favorite wrestler. Although I guess he's not his favorite wrestler. The way
2: he kind of threw shade at him. You think yeah, he's uh, pretty good. <laughs> as long as I've known Razor Ramon, he's a pretty good wrestler. <laughs> oh, the Tom Warren approach. All right. Um,
0: had, <laughs> Jerry's like, oh, he he's one of the best, right?
3: And he's like okay. Yeah, pretty, he's all right. Pretty good.
0: Right. Pretty good. And that brings out Razor Ramon, the WWF Intercontinental Champion, with his belt, with the belt, in his full gear, with knee pads, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many pairs of knee
2: pads did he have to go through <laughs> to get that belt? Well, how many? Well, I don't know. A couple. Okay, cool.
0: Uh, and Razor is there. He gets uh right between them, throws some... Sh- Throw some shirts very hard at Hydea. Like, <laughs> he placed it on Hydea, and he
3: whipped it. Oh, at that's Tyler. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He was right. like, "Here you go, baby girl." And then he was like, "Oh, this punk." He did threw call it at her him. baby girl. He did. What the hell? That was hell? hilarious.
2: Uh,
0: I, he gets between them,
3: kind of tussles Tyler's hair a little bit. Yeah, he's got his arms around each of the chairs. He's like,
2: "I'm your favorite. You're my favorite. Hey, oh, hey." Which he looks really awkward. Raises <laughs> a remote <laughs> impression.
3: It looks really awkward when he's in his gear because yeah. You just you're well, looking right inter- up at his
0: taint. Well, because he's got the title around his waist, right. it's, and he's sitting down, so all you see is
2: like crotch, Rundle and like I'm just expecting him to like to stick his hand down his belt, like Al Bundy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, uh, Razor was there to you know not only give them shirts, but to also present them with the Intercontinental Championship. It's them to keep forever or until they're dead. And also tickets to WrestleMania for life. No,
3: no, uh, no. I that. <laughs>
0: WrestleMania 12. WrestleMania 12. So that was uh, in California in '96. Yeah, it was uh, in Anaheim. So this had have been filmed probably in early January because Razor was still Intercontinental Champion. He didn't lose it until the Royal
2: Rumble. Yep, to Goldust. Right. You can so, watch the listen to that in three way
0: theaters archives. That's right, and. Uh, so he was still champion. By the time WrestleMania turns around, he was on suspension. So he wasn't even at WrestleMania 12. And I can tell you that Hydea and Tyler did attend WrestleMania 12. That's they did nice. They did go to the show. That's sweet. And both Hydea and Tyler are alive to this day. What, what
3: the fuck? What do you mean? So today, why are you upset about that? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean like like, really. Mikey's furious. So no, so so which is so the advent of technology and and being probably as famous as they were Mm -hmm. allowed them to get this, I'm sure treatment that was able to keep them alive till this fucking day. I mean,
0: let's let's be clear. Holy shit! They still got full blown AIDS. Oh yeah, you don't just lose it. You don't lose it. It's not like if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. They still have it. Um. Are they still married? They are not. <laughs> <laughs> this was not. They they are still friends. So friends for life. <laughs> so far is still
2: true. It was a rough divorce. <laughs> it was. She has to wear two rings on her finger. It's
3: so <laughs> weird. Well, Tyler still has his cock ring. They got, <laughs> and she has her Nuva ring. <laughs> they <laughs> had to split everything, but they still have full blown AIDS. Uh, <laughs> Some things we can't split.
2: Then Ba-da-ba- ah! zooms in on their face. <laughs> so.
0: Um, they did grow up, so Hydea is 29 years old today. Oh. Wow. Well, actually, no, I take this back. No, that's... This 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 was uh, this article that I'm reading from this was 2014, so... I'm like, yeah. Oh, this is a picture of Hydea now.
2: Hmm. you look at...
0: Oh, look at that. That's
3: so nice that they're still friends.
0: So, um, they are still friends because WWE.com did an interview with both of them um, like for like, the 25-year anniversary wow. of... That's great. And... Um, Tyler is married with children. Children with AIDS? Nope, they've all been tested and they are negative for AIDS, but it was a real concern. And uh, discussed in the WWE.com article. um, And Hydea has become one of the biggest HIV AIDS activists in the world, using her notoriety from being a kid to really parlay that into a career now of getting awareness out there for things and... Everything like that. And I was, I mean, honestly, I'm shocked that they're alive. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I guess obviously medicine and the more right. awareness about the disease and, and trying to get treatment for it. I know Magic Johnson, you know, ended up being a big influence on that as well.
2: Yeah, that guy'd fuck fucking stronger than ever. Go figure. Right. Um. It's just a
0: crazy thing because we were watching this episode and I know that for me, and I'm assuming for you guys, I'll assume that they were dead.
3: It was it was a, a downer. You're like, oh, this is so sad. Like, and then
0: so you know, I just go I'm like, I gotta Google this. Yeah. I gotta find out what's going on with this. And then the first thing that popped up was the WWE article, and then this other article that I was reading from. Uh, they gave a little more details on the marriage and everything else. And holy shit!
2: No, I believe on something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, he revealed that Razor Ramon was not supposed to give his belt away. Really? But he felt like he couldn't not give the belt <laughs> away. Really? So he uh, just gave them the belt, and then he went and called Bruce or Vince and goes, I need another one? I need a new belt.
3: <laughs> so it was the actual ring-used belt. It yes. wasn't just like a... Wow. They didn't just put a, give him a duplicate to no, give him. No. That's amazing. And
0: that's probably reason number 550 why they don't let wrestlers take their belts on the road now. That's a good call. We should fucking adapt that. God damn it, Todd Harris. <laughs> don't you
3: fucking give that belt away to any sick kids. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I feel like that... They're alive today because of Razor Ramon's great advice that he gave them. <laughs> what was the advice and again? And he said, if you don't quit, you can't lose. Not true. But do you think that
0: maybe they heard that afterwards and they were about to quit? Like, they were going to call quits on the marriage, on life, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. everything move on. else. You know, let's just fucking go to Las Vegas and fucking, I'm Nick Cage, we're leaving Las Vegas, We're gonna, things are going to get dark. Mm-hmm. And then, like, no, what did Razor just tell us? What did he if, tell you, us? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't quit, you can't lose. You're right. Let's not quit. Yeah. We will never lose.
2: Never lose. That's what Mikey says whenever he's tell him to quit cigarettes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: will
3: never lose. Yeah. yeah. I can't quit. Wait. Is that... That's right. This <laughs> popcorn is you delicious. You're chewing no. right into the microphone. Yeah, he really is.
2: And you're Mr. fucking microphone. <laughs> yeah, he is. That's what they call me, Mr. Mike. They they do call you Mr. Mike. That is true. That's why you graduated at the bottom of your class. It's <laughs> CC. At least he graduated. CS. B.
0: <laughs> anyway. So happy ending to Jerry Springer. Very happy ending. I was very happy to see the...
2: <sighs> those two kids just making it. It's crazy, crazy world. kids. Huh. Next up, we got... Maury the man, Povich. Yeah, the man married to Connie Chung. As you called him earlier, Mr. Connie Chung. Yes, sir.
3: <laughs> um, so this episode is about lies, cheats, and scam artists? Now, yep.
0: I want to tell you guys, Maury was my favorite talk show host as a kid. Me,
2: too. I'm
3: right. I'm st- still a fan of Maury. Well, he,
2: I mean, yeah. He had, like, the weird novelty things like, oh, it's, like, the world's tallest woman. Or, the or guy- hey,
3: look at these progeria kids. I'm a, <laughs> hey, Maury. I'm over here, Maury. He
2: legitimately had... A thing where he had a fucking pajeria kid sitting on a shelf, and one like hid hiding in a drawer, going, "Hey, Maury, I'm over here!" Like that—that's a real thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, another uh, one of my favorites was fat babies. Fat babies were always fun. Mori
1: didn't give a
0: fuck. No, like. He brought attention to a lot of things that no one else would bring attention to.
2: Like so, fat babies. Like fat babies. My, more than my son weighs 250 pounds and he's three. It's so like, geez louise. Good lord, woman. You are failing as a
3: mother. And they bring the baby out and he start dancing with his diaper <laughs> on.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. I always know. thought
3: that was CGI like on Ally McBeal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the Ooga Chaka, baby. Uga Chaka. Ooga I Chaka. can't Chaka. stop this, this feeling deep inside of me been sung in a while.
0: It's, well, yeah, because we've been all business.
2: Yeah. All business, no party.
0: Oh, that's oh. your hair
2: right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of party. It's right all now, party, right? <laughs> now. Yeah, it's all party. <laughs> oh, whoa. That thing almost hit me right in the fucking gut. Yeah. Eye. So, uh, old Maury Povich is interviewing John Stossel. Now, have you boys watched the actual
0: 2020? Oh, sure have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember. Uh, my nana had actually filmed it for me, like Tate recorded it off the VCR, so, so I can watch it later.
2: She's like, "Daddy, ah, left that over there for you." Jesus Christ! She's the same one with the uh, Cinemax. Yeah. yeah, good old nana. Good woman. <laughs> uh, Why
3: would you have to say Jesus Christ? That's
2: he?
0: that's her catchphrase. That was like her thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love her. Be say- like. Breakfast is ready. Jesus Christ! Well, yeah, I mean, she, I mean, sometimes she would do it when she's happy or just like, they, but usually it's like, Jesus Christ, John, what are you doing? Get over here! What was, she,
2: was she a little skinny woman?
0: No, she was a little like, she was, she was a little spitfire. She's kind of like Mikey size, like probably. Uh-huh. You know, maybe that's why I love Mikey so much because he reminds me so much of my nana. Actually, Jesus Christ, JC. Oh
2: yeah, Johnny. I loved your Nana singing Work It on Ellen.
0: So my grand- <laughs> my grandmother, she was very proud of being an Irish Nana. Uh-huh. So she, all of her clothing pretty much said like Irish Nana on it <laughs> or like being proud of her being a grandmother. Um, she is also the same Nana that you've heard about in the past about my, my shitting in my straw hat. Oh, okay. That Nana. Um, she was a tough son of a bitch. And I'll tell you that one time when I was still working at RF Video at the Emerald Square Mall. Uh, I had lost my wallet. A wallet was lost at the like the newsstand upstairs, and I believe that the manager at the time took it, because I went back to the the newsstand and I was like, "Hey, man, you have my wallet?" And he's like, I don't, "I don't have anything. Nothing's there. Nothing was left here." I'm like, "Motherfucker has my goddamn wallet!" So I went back and I was telling my nana about it, and I was, you know, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I could go to security. I could try to like, but if he, you know, he's not gonna give it to me. She goes, "This is what you do." You go get a couple of friends. Get that big one, that one, the the Rui. Get him. Get a couple of them together, and you show up. And you say, Give me my wallet. If they don't, Jesus Christ, you send them in there to send a message. They'll give you that wallet back. And what'd you do? I did not do that oh. because I like I, I'm listen she's a tough nana. she's a tough Nana but like I'm not saying she's always right or you're street legal and you're not a tough grandson no <laughs> she actually showed up with Rui and another big
3: person was like give me that wallet Jesus Christ
0: so and then you know she was also like I don't know if my Nana was very casually racist like because as all as Nana's tend to be yeah right like they came from a different time Um When one time we had helped my aunt uh, basically fill in her swimming pool, so like five of us, and uh, Tripleicious was a part of that group, Uh and he was helping us out, and we were all hanging out in the house after we had just done a big day of work, and my grandmother showed up, and she gave each of us $10 for the work that we did. Yeah. What she did not know is that we were actually doing punishment for getting drunk and getting caught with alcohol. (laughs) So she was rewarding us for for our penance. Uh And as she's walking around, she's trying to make small talk with my friends, including Tripp. And, you know, they grew up in the same neighborhood. Uh, Tripp grew up in the Prospect Heights. And my grandmother grew up in Prospect Heights. But it was in the 1930s. Was it a good area? Well, back then, so it's the projects. So in the 30s, the Irish were pretty much looked at as... Uh, you know second class citizens so being in the projects you know <laughs> she's like oh you grew up in the heights oh i grew up in the heights that's great you know they're great people over there it's wonderful but <laughs> just watch out for the spicks they'll stab you right in the back
2: <laughs> now for those
0: wondering uh triplicious trip eddie uh, is Hispanic. <laughs> he's Hispanic of Roberto he, he is of uh, Hispanic origin, of descent, and uh, Eddie, to his credit, just sat there and smiled and nod and put his ten dollars in his pocket, and uh, you know, and, and she left, and I was like, "I'm really sorry about that, Ed," and he's like, no, no that's cool. It's Nana's. <laughs> 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 you know." And then a, a week later, I went back to my Nana's house, and the first thing I said to her was like, "Nana, what the fuck? Like Eddie's Hispanic? Jesus Christ!" Why didn't you tell me? I wouldn't have said it to his face. <laughs> <laughs> I love this lady. So um, That's my Nana. Nana. That's why Mikey reminds me of her. Because
3: some... <laughs> I'm casually racist? Yes. Yeah, you hate Africa.
0: But anyway, so all I'm out ready right to say. She recorded the 2020 interview that I loved. I watched it so many times. It was such a great little expose. I did not expect it to end with Dr. D smacking the shit out of him. You know, hot take.
2: John Stossel was an instigator. Yes. Of course. Hey, wait, is that a hot take? Yeah, hot take. <laughs> Because they, they showed him, like, and other people yelling at him throughout the years, and there was a bunch of people just like, like, you're just being a jerk, like, yelling at him.
3: Yeah, there was a super cut of people <laughs> who were either uh, upset with the questions, walked off the set. Yeah. Ted, Ted Turner. Turner yeah.
0: yeah, that was a good one. What was the other one? There was another one that was really good. I don't know. They just, like, didn't, like, he was an asshole when he was being an investigative reporter. S-
3: like, Stossel. Like, that was the thing. Like, that was his gimmick.
2: Hey, like, I'm just you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So he was like, you know, for the I'm sure most people have seen the clip of him and Doctor D David Schultz it's on infamous. 2020, where he's poking the bear and poking the bear, and he goes, "I'm going to ask the standard question, standard question," because you know, it was, I was I was all about the diversity of the shows. Oh, you you had a great selection. I was very happy with it. Next up, we get Sally Jesse Raphael, <laughs> along Ooh. with the fabulous one Steve Kern and Stanley from
3: fucking November of '84. <laughs> wow! And here we are back to the. "Quote unquote," Chippendale asked. Yes, quest. yes. Because the fabulous ones, of course, have their uh, bow tie necklaces, uh, no, you know, around there yeah. with nothing else on. Which they, is, have, course, they have a,
2: they had jackets on, which then Sally immediately asked them to remove. Yes, please take them. Take them off right now. Mm-hmm. I'm in my tracksuit. I'm Sally. She was Jessie. wearing a windbreaker tracksuit, and my pussy's
3: gonna fall out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot of pussy was falling out on these talk show episodes, and, and like. They didn't. Re- they showed clips from the Fabulous Ones versus the Road Warriors. Yes, and the fans were like popping big for stuff.
0: It was a pretty brief segment overall. So, do you think there were like other beefcakes on the show? I think this was just an episode of Sally Jesse bringing in the beefcakes.
2: I could see that. I'm. I am could not I. I don't know what the whole theme of the show was. I should have got the transcript for that episode. I told you two
0: fifty. That was Donahue. Sally not Jesse's more. That'd be like five, five dollars. Ooh, yeah, in, in fucking
3: in fucking eighty four money. She's worth it. Sjr, you're gonna fucking. <laughs> 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 uh, of course, she asked the question that every wrestling fan asks. Uh-huh. Is that a breakaway chair or is that a <laughs> oh, really yeah. folding metal chair?
2: Like, where would you get a? Do you know which money breakaway chairs are? I mean, do where you know would, how
0: much money regular
2: chairs are?
3: Where yeah. would you get a breakaway chair?
2: Like at some sort of Hollywood prop store, I guess. Right, like... Nowhere, like... Guys, I got a great new business idea for us.
0: (gasps) Breakaway chairs. Oh, yeah. Cool. We only sell breakaway chairs, nothing else.
2: I like it. I think it's a good investment, right? Could we get like breakaway kendo sticks? Absolutely not.
0: Just chairs. Just chairs. You're going to have to go see our other
2: business for breakaway kendo sticks. Okay. Could I... Like could If I need a breakaway table, could I stop at either of those stores, though? Absolutely not. No. No. Those
0: are
3: our competitors.
2: Yeah. We don't like them. Mm.
0: Oh. Tables are us. We're going to get them out of fucking business, I'll tell you. Well, but I thought I they hate. just
2: closed down. They did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. They broke away. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, it was kind of a brief segment. I wish we could have got more
2: from them. But, you know, Steve Kern and Stan Lane being on, like, a morning talk show like that, really weird to me. It was very random. Yeah. Where were so they was NWA at the time because it was working with the Road Warriors, right? Yeah. Uh NWA or possibly AWA.
1: Hmm.
2: Um speaking of uh Swede tracksuits, next <laughs> yes. up we had
3: The Rock on Martha
2: Stewart living.
3: Man. So uh this is in ninety nine. Yes. Uh The Rock and Martha are gonna bake some cookies or a giant <laughs> heart shaped mm, cookie. Giant yes. heart shaped cookie. Martha
0: loves the rock. Oh, she does. We talking about pussies falling out. She's
3: <laughs> she's smitten from the beginning. She sure is. Smitten. Well, kitten. well she's also very um uh torse, like very very uh snappy and snippy yeah. with the rock like. Well, oh, here's the thing. Martha's a stone cold bitch. <laughs> yep. She'll give a push. She does not give
0: a fuck. And I, I don't know, have you ever watched any other Martha Stewart things? Like have you watched her show previous Oh Snoop? yeah. She, oh, Snoop
2: is a great example. Like she did one with uh, Conan O'Brien years ago, and she did not like any of Conan's antics.
0: <laughs> she does not. When you are in her kitchen, when you are in her house, mm-hmm. you better fucking follow the goddamn rules. So, like her chastising Rock, absolutely. She's she's not going to put up with the shit,
2: but she also secretly loves the Rock. Yes, easily.
3: Uh, we go through. The rocks' food regimen at that point, yes, just, just his diet for the day, which was uh, consisted of pancakes, Pancakes! syrup, gotta have syrup.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I they love that. <laughs> I think Martha Stewart was like, oh, so uh,
3: saucy. Two two steaks a day, at least. Uh, anybody? Can you guys remember anything else that?
2: Yeah, he said? had broccoli. He had wheat toast, the, oh, orange chicken. juice. He had a he, it was grilled chicken. Mm-hmm. He had a uh, a shake that was chocolate and peanut butter. Right,
3: like. So this is in 99. Uh, that was The Rock's diet. Do you have his current diet? I have The Rock's current diet yes! oh as we speak. This is actually from 2015, so it's a few years old. So The Rock eats 36 ounces of cod per day. That's is that a about, lot? That's, about, that's a lot. That comes out to about 821 pounds per year. Holy fuck. All seven meals, because uh, this one he had three in 99, these he eats seven meals to a daily intake of... A seven meals? Seven meals, She's the yep. Americans American seven meals. <laughs> American seven meals. <laughs> uh, 4,131 calories, over two times the recommended amount. Me too. For his first meal, he eats 10 ounces of cod, two whole eggs, and two cups of oatmeal. Meal two, eight ounces of cod, 12 ounces of sweet potato, and some veggies. Then he goes back to the good old chicken, which he still has in there. Okay. More Jesus. cod. Meal five, an eight-ounce steak. Meal six, more fucking cod. <laughs>
0: we got to get rid of the cod.
3: And uh, meal seven consists of a protein shake and an egg white omelet. Half it, More than half his day is spent eating, it feels
2: yep. like. Well, that's why in the nation they called him the cod father. Oh, they did call him the cod father. Yeah. That's right. Good times. I, like That's just so much cod. That's a lot of cod. Do you think he just loves cod?
0: Yes. I think he tried to find a way to work cod into every meal. He just
2: loves it so goddamn much. Oh, my God. Like... I, I don't even like fish. Um. Yeah, I'm not a huge... Can I supplement extra chicken or steak in instead of cod? I'm sure you could.
0: You could find a way to c- get that extra. Yeah. Um. But it seems he went down on
3: his steak regimen. Went down on the steak. Out uh, of the breakfast foods have uh, been the taken. The pancakes hike. are gone. See you later, Syrup. Why don't uses... you look up his cheat day?
0: He uses pancakes to throw at people now. You he heard it was a really great thing okay yeah. yeah it's a whole new gimmick yeah has. like you let the pancakes harden overnight and then you throw them at people now no,
3: that's not a new thing the
2: the um, <laughs> now the rock i he has an infamous cheat day which i can't remember all of it off the top of my head but i do know it includes two double dough pizzas so pizzas with like double the amount of dough so like
0: dough stacked
2: on dough.
0: Yes. Like a lot so do you think of... it's like a double-decker pizza? So he does one pizza and puts an entire other pizza on top of it. No, I think he, ju- I think he just wants just all the dough, the dough. Just the dough.
2: I think it's because he doesn't eat carbs. So when he does, he just wants like all
3: the carbs. Holy shit, man. Mikey, do you have the... <laughs> He's smiling over there. Uh, you know, the pancakes have made a comeback. Oh, okay. oh right. Yeah. So on his cheat day, he has 12 pancakes. Okay. 21 brownies. Holy shit. Four double dough pizzas. Four. Four. Double dough fucking pizzas.
0: So really that's more like eight. With all the amount of dough.
3: Yeah. Anything it's pretty else? Pretty crazy. Though that's the big of it. That's the that's, oh. that's the that's the the bulk of it. Wow. Thank God wow. he's not
2: diabetic. That's a he, lot of fun He fucking... may be soon enough. <laughs> yeah, he's got that adult onset diabetes coming in. You know, I've seen a lot of uh youtube competitive eaters eat the rocks cheat day meal all in one sitting it's wow. fucking fascinating <sighs> has that has anybody ever accomplished it yeah i believe uh, matt stoney did yeah he, right. uh, he won the hot dog eating contest a couple years ago we should get damon Ferrar in that he's a great eating competition guy i love the to... right i bet he'd do all right
0: we're gonna we're gonna put him to the challenge. I bet he'd do like a solid like twenty or so. Yeah, I'm not gonna pay for it, but I like to see it happen. Yeah,
2: he's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna win the hot dog eating contest, but I think he'd do a pretty good showing for a for a newbie.
3: Maybe. Uh huh. Uh, so they make the cake. Uh, they make the cookie. They make the cookie, and uh, you know they're they're breaking kayfabe over cookies.
2: Oh my god. Oh my god, talking about getting potatoed. Oh yeah. First of all, Martha goes, "Huh? Why don't you potato that cookie dough down in there?" Hmm. I and mean, she's yeah. like, "What does that mean, huh? Huh?" Looks like I like to potato some guys in the ring. And she's some jabronis.
3: Like, <laughs> I don't know what that means.
2: <laughs> I like to potato some jabronis in the ring. <laughs> jabronis. <laughs> I don't know even know what potato means. And Wink. She, like, and she like looks at the camera, raises her eyebrows. like I think you do, Michael. <laughs> she um. just goes around punching her coworkers.
0: I was surprised how much I enjoyed this segment I saw it. it, was like an 8 minute and 20 second segment I was like, man, we're gonna be just dragging through that But her quips at the rock And it, like, 90% of it
2: Was involved rock
0: stirring <laughs> Yes, and he kept on complaining about all the stirring He was he like, had to man, do. my
3: arm's getting tired There's well, so much stirring
2: Here's the thing, Martha throws in like fucking Two cold sticks of butter A bunch of fucking like <laughs> Rock solid brown sugar What was that? Flour. Oh, the rock? That's right <laughs> and then some just white sugar and then all of a sudden she's like
3: she's just blah 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 yeah
2: and like minutes later she's like oh let me throw in some vanilla oh and an egg
3: oh well that would have helped thanks a lot one egg like yeah one large egg oh one large egg that's true
2: we'll have the recipe up on (laughs) threewaytheater.com
0: and then you can uh, get your heart shaped cookie and write I love three way theater
3: yes instead of I love Danny D-A-N-Y his
0: now ex-wife yeah Mm. But at the time, super
3: happy. Oh, she so got adorable. That, she got that
0: cookie cake, and she's like, mm, baby girl, <laughs> baby rock.
3: I love a good cookie cake.
2: Yeah, cookie cakes are pretty underrated. Yeah, dude, but I think it's at Uno's they have one, like in the griddle thing, a little skillet. You know what, Jake? For Mikey's birthday, we should get a cookie cake. Me I and mean you? Yeah, um, just for me and you.
3: Okay. It's fine. My family makes me a cookie cake every year for my birthday, so it's fine. That's it's not even true. Yeah, why do you yeah, get it try is. to I, stop I, being cool? Yeah, no, I'm it's fine. To say. I was going to invite you guys, but I'm not anymore, so it's fine. Okay. What if we gave you a piece of our cookie cake? No, I have my own cookie cake. I don't need your fucking cookie cake. But we also have ice cream cake in addition to our cookie cake. Well, I put ice cream on top of my cookie. It's not the same as ice cream cake, dude. And I replaced your cookie cake with
2: red velvet.
1: God. Red velvet! Red velvet, little boy, smiled.
2: Mikey loves a good red velvet cake.
3: <laughs> so we go from Mother Stewart <laughs> to Ellen...
0: Um, this is the, I mean, I didn't realize Ellen is the powerhouse that she is in She's 2018. Huge. You didn't? I, I, no, I don't Where really. have you been? She's
3: huge. Well, first of all, huge. I don't
0: I don't have cable anymore, so I don't watch like regular TV. Do you have the internet? Ever yeah. heard of something called YouTube or Facebook? I don't, and I don't search out Ellen. That's your loss. Well, I'm, I'm trying to say this all to say that I really Why enjoy Why do you it. hate Ellen? I did not yeah, say I that like I hated that.
2: Ellen. Is it because she came out? She came out years before that. Yeah, I mean, you stupid. I watched the goddamn episode.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And then he stopped. I was a big watching. Jolie Richards yep.
2: fan. See? You like Jolie Richards. He didn't like Ellen. I did not say that.
3: You know, Ellen had two shows. I did know that Ellen and the yeah, Ellen DeGeneres, DeGeneres show. show. Yep,
2: I sure did. And now she's on Ellen again. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that <laughs> was on the Ellen DeGeneres show looks like a really, really fat version of JC. Thank you? Yeah, or you look like a super skinny version of him.
3: Okay. See, that was much nicer the way you said that. I guess so.
2: Well, I'm just saying, either take JC and add, like, 300, 400 pounds oh, to him.
3: That's a lot. That's a
2: lot. Or take that guy and subtract 300, 400 pounds from him, and you get JC.
0: Okay. All right. It's
2: fair. Sure. I mean, I don't. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying. Okay.
3: Man, let her not take a compliment. I yes, I, so. I am
0: taking the compliment. Compliment received. Okay,
2: it <laughs> and doesn't seem appreciated. I'm very appreciative of it. Okay.
3: So Ellen's showing how progressive she is by having Lucha Vavoom on her show. That's
2: so, fucking awesome.
3: So so this guy Andy is what is like a producer. Uh yeah,
2: she's the he's one of the executive producers. Known she for constantly getting scared. Yeah, she
3: loves to scare this guy. Okay, she makes him go in the haunted houses and films it for just for his reaction. Okay, not
2: uh, it's I, like I, Fat JC? I don't
3: know. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought yes. Yeah, that's Andy. I see it. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> especially with your spiffy new haircut. Oh, let me get my
0: spiffy new haircut out of this.
2: He does have a very great haircut, guys.
0: Oh, I mean, I can't compete with Mike Pava's luscious locks. So, uh, so, Ellen and Andy. Andy. Andy and Ellen. Andy, so he's a producer that gets put on these wacky segments. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Lucha Vavoom is an awesome, like that's great. It's a I huge plug for them. don't
3: know much about Lucha Vavoom, but. Just seeing the little bit we saw on this Ellen segment, it looks fantastic.
0: Well, Jake revealed, uh, because we, we spoke about it on our TGITWT, TWT, yep. where Fuller House basically was riffing on Lucha Vavoom.
2: Yes, very much. It right. was the burlesque aspect with wrestling. Wasn't it
3: Lucha Baboom or
2: Lucha it, Kaboom? It was, yeah. Lucha, Lucha, Ka-boom.
0: Lucha Kaboom. Lucha Kaboom. Which is not a bad name either. Nothing no, I wrong. like it. Uh, but to see the actual version of it here was amazing. It yeah. is definitely the burlesque and, like, the, the Lucha and just the entire setup. The ring was awesome. The canvas with, like, the comic book, like, style font.
2: Like, yeah, that was a really cool little uh, canvas they had. It is.
0: I, I mean, I'm a hipster in a lot of ways, and that's definitely, like, that's the coolest fucking thing. That I've seen in a while. Very
2: much a hipster friendly audience, I'd say. I, I
0: mean, it's in LA, right? It's probably... I, mean, they, I think it's it San like, Diego.
3: They had like drag queens as part of like... Yep. Uh, you know, the ring, ring girls. girls type of deal. It was it was really cool. It was very retro cool. girls. So we
0: get a training session first.
2: Yeah, this poor guy doesn't know what he's going in for.
3: Yeah, poor average Andy. <laughs> so who were the three? We had... Uh, Magno. Uh, Magno. Dam Finna. Dam Finna. Dam Finna. Damafina Damafina sure Holy shoot She looked great and uh, She of, was oh, a, and, um, Carlito No Carlito uh, What
0: was his name Carnata Speef.
2: Yes He's under a mask <laughs> He looked like Sin Cara exactly I'm, like Sin But in a different name And an yeah. awesome shirt And I'm sorry I We're didn't really, we're I, didn't really write it,
3: I, I figured you guys would write that I on. didn't Damnafina. guys. Guys by the way I took notes Look you at took a lot of notes and i'm yeah. impressed I usually took, rag on I you took you notes.
0: took a lot of fucking notes and i am
2: so proud of you yeah. damafina so. was a trainee of gangrel himself david heath yeah that's pretty
3: that's Very pretty cool. cool
2: yeah
0: um andy uh starts things off with running the ropes it was really rough
2: yeah that was a that was a rough one
0: um but the best part is that these guys that are showing him
2: the ropes aren't really teaching him anything. They're just like, do this. Yeah. They body slam him right onto his microphone.
3: Oh, so we get making its second appearance on the show, the microphone pad fuck. that you usually wear on the back of your pants so yeah. it doesn't show on TV. Mm. And they decided to pick this guy up, slam him down. Right onto it. Right on the fucking. That it, pain would be with me forever. It was with him for days, and rightfully so.
2: Yeah, he said he got uh, wasn't walking correctly for a
3: little bit. Because that's like, ba-
0: it was basically on his tailbone. Mm-hmm. Like, basically taking that bump with that microphone pack right on there. And he didn't have the... a
3: flat bump. He was sort of to the side. Uh-huh. So, of course, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Oh, I could well, only imagine that hurt so bad. Well,
0: he was dazed because he had immediately gotten a bump from Dana Fina there where he got the butt bump.
2: Yeah, he so, ran in. Uh, she went for like an up and over, caught his head with her feet, and then. Brought her right into the back
0: of his fucking ass. Rammed into her rump. And it was amazing, and I love that move. And he was so dazzled by it that he wasn't ready for this guy to grab him, take him, and slam him. him. But he got he got his ass kicked. He he took the bumps.
2: Yeah, he took the beating. His
3: glasses went
0: flying. Oh, Oh, the the first body slam, his glasses
2: went flying. Poor guy. Like I'm surprised they didn't walk over and stomp on his glasses right after. (laughs) No shit, they fucking that's what they did in the fucking match when the. He gets in there and they just start hitting him. Because like, then it's revealed that he's not just there to practice and
0: meet everybody; he's competing on the show tonight.
2: Yeah, he's gonna be live in the show. Like, what the fuck?
0: And they go and they show him his outfit. We don't get to see it until he shows up. Mm-hmm. And I did, I did love his outfit—just a full body, big lips, like, just yeah, big fucking fake lips on. It was hilarious. Because if you're res- wrestling in lucha, you gotta have the mask, right? You can't be without. Um, it was a tag team match.
2: And uh, I thought he did a pretty good job Yeah all things considered Like at the beginning they just started fucking Just knocked him down just started slapping him And kicking him like just beating the shit out of him And he ran and like made the tag Finally (laughs) do you think they Clued like the fans like they were doing We're filming this for Ellen And this is a special
0: This is a special dumb guy that can't do any wrestling Moves
3: (laughs) And everybody loves Ellen Can we make that announcement before my matches Yes (laughs)
2: So. You sang with Missy Elliott, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that was you. Can you work? Again? Let me work. Again.
0: <laughs> um, I thought it was really cool, and it made me a huge fan of of Lucha uh, Vavoom.
2: Vavoom. I want to check more of that out. Yes, and check out Lucha Vavoom and watch that one episode of Fuller House.
0: Yeah, and then listen to
2: our podcast where
3: we talk about it.
2: Yes, yes. yes. What's next on the docket? We got Lita on Regis and Kelly. It's
3: first of all, it's not <laughs> Kelly. It's some Regis bitch. and Kelly. I don't know who this fucking so bimbo is, but she's no Kelly and she's no fucking she's no Kathy, uh, Kathy. I don't know who she was. So was this? You think this was? So this was 2000 or 99? This must have been in between. So when Kathy been Lee already Kelly left. Came in.
0: We just had random guest yeah. hosts coming in. Maybe it was just Regis and
2: and Peeps. maybe Kelly was pregnant.
3: No, I really I don't think Kelly was I even think, there. At this I think point.
0: if it was that early, I don't think Kelly might have been there yet. Maybe I don't no, know. No, it was Kelly. That was they, Kelly uh, on the show.
3: <laughs> agree to disagree. They uh, <laughs> they start with a uh, a shot of a Goldberg wrestling buddy, which has a mask on it, but yes. you can well, not see... show Goldberg. Right, but you can clearly see the tattoo that they have a Goldberg wrestling buddy.
0: Well, how about Lita's awesome entrance music? Break the wall, <laughs> down.
3: Yeah, uh, it must have been was wrestling that a rib? week. I feel like <laughs> it must have been a rib. It, but it, it was wrestling week on Regis and uh, Kelly because Kurt Angle was gonna, Now you're calling it Regis and God Kelly? God damn it. <laughs> yes, I told you. <laughs> uh, because they showed a promo for tomorrow, which ha- would have had Kurt Angle on the show. Which so,
0: great music, uh, Melody, with that. <laughs> yeah, it was
3: pretty cool. Um, so Lita comes out to Jericho's music. Yes. Why? I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, they Maybe ripped? Jericho
2: was a, uh, a guest earlier. Maybe it was
3: supposed to be Chris Jericho, and they had Lita step no, in. No, because Lita
0: left. knew all the ingredients, and knew she was in. She
2: knew. Did exactly. she?
3: Because she was just dumping shit into her fucking spicy. She was dumping a lot uh, of shit into her, her dumper. S- her fucking spicy beans and onions and bacon they, shit.
2: They also had for that week on Kurt Angle, uh, Triple H in China, doing cooking segments along mm. with Lita.
3: Was it to promote the the, the, cookbook. the cookbook? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah it can't was. Can you stand the heat? Okay. Um, Lita really towered over Reed. <laughs> like I, I want to think. I want to say she was wearing like the platforms that she used to wear. Yeah. Or Reg is a little pipsqueak. Uh, what are you talking about, huh? just is uh, making his second appearance on Three Ways. Right now, he is officially a TWT All Star. Sure is. He's an alumni. Last seen on the episode Mad Bull. Way uh, trying to have Iago Mad Bull carcass lifting Fame. peaches. He was working at
0: the supermarket.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that and that was a pre like famous reach. Yeah, like, he hadn't really hit it big yet. I mean, agree to disagree. He was in Mad Bull. <laughs> That's true. Can you? I don't think he. Anyone could get bigger than underrated
0: that. underrated classic. But uh, yeah, Lita bun- dumps a bunch of shit. Uh, orders
3: regis to start cutting up some
2: onions (laughs) which the producers immediately no it was
3: very dangerous regis was cutting the onions with just one hand he wasn't (laughs) holding the onions in any way and because he knew because here's where regis is a fucking genius he knew there was already a chopped up thing of onions there that he was gonna make it look look at me i'm a fucking idiot still had to have all done still had
2: to
0: have gelman fucking
2: use the chopped onions oh we got these but yeah, no, you're right. R- r- Gelman. Gelman. Fucking Gelman. Um, <laughs> so Lita was making, she had bacon in there. She had fucking onions. And like, she's not a cook. Like, there's no reason she should be she's hosting. Barely a wrestler. <laughs> That's not for, according she was to only her. She's been
3: wrestling for two years at that point. Yeah. And how how about her training? Yeah, It was just a crash course.
0: Yeah. On the beds of Mexico.
3: Oh, oh shots fired at Lita. You know, um, I wonder if she looks back on this and wishes she heeded her own advice. Because they asked her if oh, she, man. she would ever date a wrestler.
2: Well, I don't want to blackball anyone, but uh, no, I would never get with a wrestler. Nope. <laughs> because she must have already been with Matt at that point. Right? And. I don't know. Yeah. She had to have been. She was the women's champion. <laughs> That means she no, had been with Matt. She no, said just timeline-wise. two wise.
3: years. I, I don't think it was. It was way. But well, she that.
0: was automatically with Team Extreme. So you think they waited that long before
2: they were hooking up? Like they were hooking up on screen. I think that was in response no to way. them. This was,
3: that was way after this. I don't it's know. gotta be. I don't know. She's like, only wrestling for two years at that point. She. They must have. Like she must have just debuted.
0: I don't even know if the what, two uh, years... With fucking S.A. Rios. But here's the thing. I don't know if the Lita two years ago thing is right. Because when she appeared in ECW as well, right? ECW. Okay. When when in ECW? She was
2: Miss Congeniality I mean, in was, like 98.
3: It, it was probably 97.
0: Well, then it's definitely more than two years ago. '99. All right, I'm going to Lita's debut right here. So Lita... Do you have a
3: date for this video?
0: So uh, I'll get... No, well, I,
2: I, went st- I went stag.
0: So, it says, according to this, that she debuted in 1999, and she made her WWF debut on TV on February 13th, 2000.
2: Want to try that again?
0: February. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> February 13th, 2000. Uh-huh. Um, when did the
2: cookbook come out? Good question. I got that answer for you, too. I have that cookbook, and I love it. Gangrel's deviled eggs. So good. I... uh. Also, is that
0: did you make us the the gangrel deviled eggs when we had our dinner? Those the lumberjack. G- oh, those eggs? are the special lumberjack yeah. ones. Yeah,
2: I didn't make the gangrel ones.
0: Okay, so the cookbook came out in two thousand. Okay, right. so she debuted in two, So she debuted in the same year. So that makes sense because it's, she's saying that she debuted in, two, in 1998. So that would make sense. She was in ECW in ninety eight. Mm-hmm. S.A. Rios. Well, I'm saying when she was Miss Congeniality in, in ECW, okay. and so by two thousand, wow, she. she it was quick turnaround. Wow. Huh? Yeah. You didn't have and to be as good. And when did she
3: start fucking met?
0: Had to have been in two thousand. It had to have been the same year. Oh, like man. she had because she, when she got paired up with the Hardy boys, they were pretty much paired up as boyfriend and girlfriend pretty
1: quickly. Immediately.
0: Yeah. So they they were definitely already together when they were on. Unless she just started dating him right after. Like Reed knocked something into her, and <laughs> she was like, "You know what? I should start dating wrestlers." <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, Well. Well, there we go. That there we go.
0: We're a professional podcast. We try.
2: So China basically or China. Lita basically pepper sprays everyone on the cast which Lita, she dumps yes! a ton of cayenne pepper into the hot pan. Wait. Oh no, Lita, Duty Mustard Gas. Way too much cayenne. She dumps cayenne into the all of it, into the pan, and the crowd pops for it, and she kinda looks around and then she goes, And I'm gonna put a little extra and they pop again. And she's like, Oh, okay. I know what this crowd likes. And then she did it again and they didn't react.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Chef John loves a lot that cayenne <laughs> <laughs> so much.
2: Oh, so much cayenne pepper!
3: Yeah, Regis and that bitch had to run away.
2: Yeah, Kelly. It, was,
3: it wasn't Kelly. Just a gippy cayenne, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. I love that. <laughs> um, so we we move on. That's pretty much the end of it, yeah. right? With that, like yeah, they, they have just, the ready-made food. they taste like, it. just have to it. power
3: through. Yeah, it. they're like, we're running out of time. Just dump everything in.
2: It's really what they did, and then put a lid on it, and mm. that was it. And this Have really kind
3: of brings us to our fantastic double main event.
2: <laughs> uh, it, as we call it, Donahue,
0: Donahue. Oh, Donahue, Donahue, Donahue.
3: All Donahue all the time.
0: I'm so glad we watched
3: this. Two full episodes all about wrestling. Like, Donahue loves wrestling, right? Hour long wrestling show. And we had discussed as we were watching this, if wrestling was on in the daytime... During the week, Monday through Friday, for the stay-at-home moms, mm-hmm. because this daytime talk show stuff right. is huge. It's, yes. It goes on to this day. Yeah, apparently Ellen poppers, is huge. Ellen, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. We have no idea what it is now. <laughs> Wrestling kind of just fits in there, I think. Because during, so,
0: I mean, let's not forget that wrestling originally was Saturday mornings Mm -hmm. and Saturday nights. Like, it was not really, it wasn't always a Monday night or Tuesday night type of thing for years, for decades. Even the pay-per-views. Right. Because there were even syndicated, there were syndicated shows during the daytime, during the week. Like, obviously the Monday Night Wars changed everything. The war between WWF and WCW changed everything. And I always wonder, is it is it worth it? Like, now that we're still doing it, like, Raw's three hours and ends at, like, 11.15 on Monday nights. It's is so that, late. Is man. it, like, are kids really, like, I see all the people in the crowd, like, at the shows, and you're like, you gotta figure these kids are getting home at 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning. Gonna go to school the next day. Like now, the parents are gonna let them stay home. Well, that's even worse.
2: God damn it, parents of America. No, those are what the cool parents are doing. Oh, parents it. let your kids stay home from school after on Monday night Raw. But it's cool, cool Paula does not agree with that. Cool Paula would agree. No, nah, she made me go to school, and then I skip. Remember, kids. Cool Paula says, "Gotta hate those beep beep beep." <laughs> oh, she does say that. <laughs> that is true. Um, but
0: like, I just feel like I think there's a there's a time to kind of change the status quo. Like, it's not Monday Night Wars anymore. WWE won. They Why are you to, having... They don't need
3: to be on until 11 to right. get the so overview. You, you, like you didn't the
2: over... like it when TNA started the Monday Night Wars again? Those Monday Night Wars were pretty great. <laughs> I'll give you that. They started <laughs> with Ric Flair jumping ship. Uh-huh. And they had then they had Jeff Hardy jumping ship.
0: And uh, then Bubba Valvenus. the Love Sponge. Yep.
2: The Nasty Boys. All stars.
0: Uh, the Band, because they yep. couldn't be the NWO. Band was back together, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. yeah no the The Monday Night Wars are over though they're over now and WWE won so like why not change WCW it Zero why not be radical
3: especially if you're especially if you're going gung-ho with the PG
0: well and you I know you two are huge fans of you know, Saturday Morning Slam you guys, yeah you guys the edge,
3: you two yeah you yeah, know I with
0: him. or without you
2: yeah, yeah yeah it's a
0: beautiful day yeah. in the name of love
2: huh but yeah, we love Saturday morning slam.
0: Saturday
3: morning slam was yeah. the hey. shit. So,
2: but like
0: why not put something like that together? Uh, do the mixed match challenge on uh, during, during the, the day. We- yes, P- yes. Perfect. Like I just feel like there's a there's a huge opportunity and watching Donahue really called that out to me that there's a hungry audience for that even in 1981.
2: Just having a half an hour in the middle of the day yes. for mixed match challenge, I think that would be great.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Those stay-at-home moms or dads would love that kind of yeah. thing. Um, but this was this episode of Donahue where it opens up with them. with It's a funny w- you
2: say stay-at-home moms and dads because, you know, my husband goes to work and I do the TV.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because uh, Donahue opens here with a giant uh, an actual ring in the middle of his television studio. An AWA ring. Uh, and he's wearing his best Bobby Heenan jacket. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Hit- say,
3: he looks like a cross between Bobby Heenan and uh, Andy Warhol. Yes, yeah.
2: that's right. That's right. It looks like Leslie Nielsen just punched him out in the back <laughs> and stole his glasses.
3: <laughs> Enrico Palazzo! Enrico Palazzo!
0: Uh, yeah, and, and he's the ring announcer, and he's kicking off some AWA wrestling action. This is
2: November of in 1981. 81, 81. Uh, what was the? F- Who were the first two competitors? First, we two got two- Golden Boy Adrian Adonis taking on
3: Greg Gagne. That's right, Greg uh, Gagne.
2: And you couldn't even
0: wait more than two minutes before Vern was out there, uh, trying to put himself over.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, because he started with his jacket zipped all the way up. <laughs> At the beginning of the show, the jacket was zipped all the way up. And as the show progressed slower,
0: slow, but by, by the end, it was below the belly button.
2: Yeah. And like he didn't have a shirt on. Right. But to be fair, neither did Donahue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. That's fair. Uh, Donahue was shirtless under his Heenan uh, jacket. Yes. Um, he was having a hard time reading the cue cards, so he tried to call in Vern for some help. He's like, that's my son in
2: there. and uh, Vern, uh, all-star of Thruway Theater. Right, yeah, that's true. Mike Bullard. Yeah, star of The Wrestler, uh, 1980, 1979. Uh, four?
0: Four. You're right. Yeah. Wrestler, 74, Mike Bullard, and um, uh, we they basically just had a wrestling match
3: in the middle of the fucking yeah. Donahue. Well, the first thing they do is a fucking crisscross and the first thing they do when they hit the ropes the crowd being a very non-wrestling crowd there was a spattering of wrestling fans in right. there but they were popping for hitting the ropes in a crisscross
2: I think they were initially worried when they were hitting the ropes oh cause they were they scared the ropes were
3: Cause the ropes were so, ropes were so low, loose yeah.
2: Jesus Christ the ropes were so loose. R- ropes were very loose. that when they hit him, I think the fans thought they were going to fly out into. And they them. were like, ah! "A valid fear, valid fear." Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, when they the match just
2: goes until it stops, they don't have a finish. <laughs> yeah, nope. unfortunately, during said match, uh, old Donahue's asking qu- answering questions Holy from these non wrestling fans, which they're just calling it fake. Yeah. and well, calling it both. bullshit. They were calling. They're talking to fans and non fans, right. but even the fans were calling it fake. <laughs>
0: Well, they were calling it. It's great entertainment, and we love it. And we love the villain and the hero getting in there and grappling up and things like that. Some of
2: the fans were very insightful, where they were like, "Oh, uh, I like Greg Gagne because he wrestles very clean." And Don Hughes like, "Oh, do you like a clean wrestler?" And she goes, "Well, I like a clean wrestler paired up against a dirty wrestler." Right, right. You know, She got it. She she got it. Um, but then you did have some
0: of the librarians in the crowd that were kind of like, you know, putting up their nose. You, to you couldn't it. pay me to watch this, right?
3: And it's, uh, uh, fakey was a word that was used. My I wouldn't
2: pay a nickel to watch this.
0: Uh, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, Adonis has uh, Greg in like an arm lock, and one of the fans calls it fakey, and you immediately
2: see him wrench wrenching it, in. it back. No, it was Greg that had it on. Okay. Adonis, and he's just wrenching. his he's arm. like, I'll show you fakey. Bending it unnaturally, and, and uh, then you see Adonis later get the receipt when he fucking wails him the forearm to the back. Fucking so nails hard. him. So, do you guys think that they did? Didn't have finishes to try to keep the
0: illusion of uh, it being real. Like, oh, we couldn't get to a stalemate. If they, we couldn't get matches. To... Don't go that fast. But
3: they did it in every match. But no it match shows how real
0: it is because if this got because uh, they brought up time limits. Oh, most preliminary matches
2: are fifteen minutes. They go to thirty minutes, sixty minutes, sometimes even ninety minutes. Um. I think the women's match should have went to a finish. Yes. And I think the referee, George Scrapiron Gadaski, was desperately trying to get them to go to a finish, and they d- would not. Can I start calling Rob Tuttle Scrap Iron Tuts? Yes. All sure. right.
3: Rob Scrapiron Tuts. There we go. I-, I think it was a mistake to not do the finishes. I agree. Um, I, don't, I, I really don't know why. I mean, I guess you're right. Let's kind of just like, hey, or maybe like, if you want to see more, you got to go to the show. Do you think there was?
0: Do you think there was a point in spoiler alert? Uh, Greg Anya and Adonis doing double duty.
2: Yeah, like I think that would make sense. Where neither of them wanted to lose a fall in the first match, versus having to come back and tag I'd be team. Okay match with later. that? If there was, a it led in into the tag,
3: the tag match.
0: match. Like they get the Adonis gets the cheap right. win. A,
3: right. But, but we didn't, and we didn't see any of the tag team partners till later, anyways. So oh, and then like... Br-
0: and uh, was it Brad Ranians was there? Brad
2: Ranians was just there hanging out, and Hogan was there. Yeah. Yep. and uh, Nick Bakwingel was there. Yeah. Yep, Hulk Hogan was there just to cut a promo like Ric Flair at fucking SummerSlam '92. <laughs> and full, full gear, full
3: gear, full <laughs> gear during a fucking goddamn match during the tag match, which that we just pissed about. Ventura. Off. Ventura was
2: not happy. He was legitimately steamed. Yes.
0: Um, but we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but uh, okay. but no, I, was but, gonna say,
3: I I'd understand being steamed if it was at a wrestling event. Yeah. But this is a I mean, talk show. It's a talk show. He's already
2: th- taking the heat off by talking to these other fans and they're all, "Yeah, it's really fakey. It's like it's nearly phony." Not only
3: is
0: the the studio audience distracting, the phone-in callers. Holy oh, shit. Man. <laughs>
3: Which blew my mind that these were live phone-in callers. It people did. were
2: watching the show live
3: on the air and calling the secret number to fucking Phil <laughs> Donahue's it put Lair. On screen. <laughs> it was put on screen. It's not so, a secret. Secret number. Only only several people
0: know. <laughs> uh, but Donahue, who I'm convinced was getting drunker and drunker
2: throughout the show, <laughs> he was having fun because he was like, "I can't hear you." <laughs> oh yum, yeah, <I'm> Donahue. Huh? <laughs> Well, they were fucking piping in over the fucking loudspeaker rather than like an earpiece. So, like, he's trying to listen over the fucking crowd and the ring noise and all that. I mean, it's 1981. You can't expect him to have an earpiece. Um, But he did have a wireless mic. Wireless mic. sure did. Mike was blown away by there being live TV. like, whoa, wait. Mr. Mike phone? Mr. Mike over there? Mr. Mike
3: was blown away. He was
2: like, wait, how was this on live TV back then? Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's it pretty was pretty crazy.
2: It was bold to have wrestling on live TV. Like, holy shit, right? Yeah, I mean, like there wasn't live wrestling really, right? No, I mean, not in '81.
0: It was still very much. It hadn't grown now, national at that point. Was
3: this was Phil national at this point? Yeah, this was had, totally yes. like this yeah. was full blown Phil, right? Yeah, Donahue, Donahue, yeah. Donahue. Yeah,
2: you 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 calling him Phil was really <laughs> confusing <laughs> not <just> me. Full blown <laughs> Phil. I was so confused. I'm like, who? If the fuck is Phil, Phil Mushnick? Because <laughs> <laughs> they talk about him. Well, next. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, no. If Donny, he was a, he was like one of the trailblazers for daytime talk show hosts. Yeah, he was one of those great. He, uh, him and Sally Jesse were two of the earliest ones. Geraldo. I remember Giraldo. Geraldo. I guess, yeah. Is it Geraldo or Geraldo? Geraldo. All right. You know, you're confident, but I don't know if you're right. You kind of look like no I'm No, one sure ever called
3: it. it Geraldo.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Geraldo sang that song Rico Suave. Yeah. Rico yeah. Suave.
3: Suave.
0: <laughs> um we get an awful women's match.
2: <laughs> yeah, um who was it? It was Joyce uh Gray
3: and Judy Martin.
2: Yeah. Uh, you mean Vicky Martin? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Oh yeah,
3: Vicky Vetti, Vig- whatever the fuck your name Vinny, is. Vinny, Vinny, Vici. Well, that's when uh, uh,
0: Donahue's trying to read the cue cards, and he literally just gives up and gives it to Vern Gagne. Well, Vern to- doesn't even know, and Vern's- he and then
3: Vern immediately yeah. messes
2: up. Vern's like, yeah, there, uh, there's Vicky. There's no Vicky. There's it. no Vicky. It's Judy Martin,
0: and she's a George champion Smith. of places. Ugh. Um and How he- old do you think these gals are?
3: 25, 30? Well, this is
0: where Donahue
2: really digs in on how much money people make.
3: Oh, he wouldn't let go.
2: They're like, oh, how much? Uh, how much? How much do you usually make? Well, we make pretty good. Like more than fifty thousand. Uh, 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 we do good. More than a part-time secretary. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I just want to not talk about this right now, Donahue.
3: Donahue oh, s- of all people should. I mean, don't talk fucking salary, especially in. in, in, in Public, he's no shit, won't shut up about it. Like he, he's fascinated with the fact that the only real live sports that can beat wrestling are horse racing and oh my race. god, racing. he would not
2: fucking shut up about that. Like it's a big money maker. I mean, that's fair.
0: Uh, I mean, but it like, makes sense. I think <laughs> he's
3: also trying to put over the product. You know, he says, you know, is this, he though? This many people. He's this many people watch it every week or these people go every week to see this or once a month to see this and there's all this money and he I think he's kinda confused by why it makes so much money and he's trying to you know, this is And he's trying to
2: make them realize listen, you think baseball, football, any of that shit is big? This is this is only second secondary to horse racing mm-hmm.
3: and uh, car uh, racing because the amount of people that those places hold
2: yes and while he is
0: putting that over i do feel like there are other parts in this episode and then the next episode where he's subtly like trashing it like in his own way like i think he like he respects it to a point but then he's also like fuck it it's like he can't believe
3: it's making all this yeah money.
0: yes yes he's incredulous to think, like i can't believe this is a thing
2: Yes, which is you know that's fair.
0: So I wanted to give you a little information on Donahue.
2: Sure, uh,
0: the Phil Donahue Show, also known as Donahue, is an American television talk show. It was hosted by Phil or Phil <laughs> Donahue for twenty six years. Jesus, on national television, it run. Its run was uh, preceded by three years on a local broadcast station in Dayton, Ohio. So it started as a small little Dayton, Ohio talk show in the Dayton market, and then it went nationwide in. Between 1970 until 1996. That is insane. So he moved, um, he was originally filming out of Dayton, and then when he went national, he moved into Chicago. So that was filmed in Chicago. Okay. and Which is one of AWA's markets. Right. And uh, yeah, it, it filmed and broadcast uh, until 1996. What a fucking run.
2: So it was nationwide in seventy In 1970. Yeah, so like he had a caller from Nashville, and right. he had a caller. He, like callers all over. Yeah, he was all over the place, and I, I guess, I guess I didn't realize
0: about live television. I mean, I guess the big networks. Yeah.
2: You know, there was only what three at the time. Yeah. Two networks. There was only ABC and uh, the Spice Network. <laughs> Spice Network. Yeah, Spice Network. It's hot. Uh, the Spice Network also didn't show everything. Just no. Just FYI. No, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't, I never actually knew it. It was always just like a punchline channel. Oh, yeah. I didn't know about it either. Wink. You don't wink
0: me neither, guys. Oh. No, you had a black box. You were all on Spice. I sure did.
2: Oh, yeah, right.
0: Um. So we speaking of Spice, we got the Spicy Ladies match, which then led to, uh, which is weird because again, it goes to the tag match later. You had Adonis. You had Greg Anya, we had Grable, yep. and Judy Martin all out there. in like a panel. And yeah. in the ring. And again he was pitching how much they make, trying to find out exactly what their salary was. Um this is when the old ladies were really starting to shit
2: on everybody though. Yeah, they were no longer holding their tongues. Like, oh yeah, it's they I'm- don't
0: have marks on them.
2: There's not a bruise. There's not a not bruise. Bleeding. There's
0: no marks. And then somebody called in and they said in a boxing, they wear gloves. And they get
2: broken bones mm-hmm. and bleeding. And these guys are, don't have gloves and they're using their feet and, they're, and kicking. they're kicking.
0: and they don't have a scratch on them. Fake. Fake.
2: Fake. Do you think they should have bladed? Yes.
0: Yeah. I think they should have bladed and then bled on the fucking audience. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. Like, if it, was, if it was ECW, if it was something like that, like, they would have gotten something involved to make those fans know. I've done,
3: when I was in uh, that big uh, ladder match for PW. Oh, match. yeah. The three-way ladder match. When The three-way ladder match, first they said we could bleed, then they said we couldn't bleed, so I said okay. And then I ended up getting busted open hard way. Wink. Wink. Which some people believe I...
0: Tell us, we're on the air right now, Mikey, I all these 100- years later. I
3: was 100%... Hard way thrown into that turnbuck, into that uh, post.
2: And then you, you cut yourself?
3: And I, I was <laughs> bleeding all so over the floor. Were you the only saying. one to get color in yeah. that match? Yeah. Um, It was a three-way tag, right? Three-way tag. The reason I bring that up is because the girls in the front row were saying how my blood was fake, and then I, I <laughs> crawled... And dripped blood on their shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're a fucking worker. Look at you.
2: Now, Fuck who down. threw your head into the post?
3: That would be Fandango, Johnny Curtis. Oh. Now, why didn't he I just thought, throw you into a chair? See, I thought he was going to throw me into a chair. Uh huh. And then he turned at the last minute and threw me into the post, so I couldn't protect myself. You were
2: already going full speed. Because you can just throw your head into a yeah, chair. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. so
3: I'm just going to take the chair, like whatever. So I didn't. So where were you? Busted up. open. On the top of my head, mm. above my scalp. Mm. I needed four staples. Really? Yep.
2: Now, you had family in the audience. Were they concerned?
3: <laughs> my <laughs> uncle, uh, who was taking pictures, the good old Uncle Derek. Uh, who well, was future guest on the world show. World famous Uncle Derek will be future guest on uh, Best in Show. Uh, was taking pictures. And I had I had told him before previously that I was going to juice myself. So he knew it was coming. So he knew it was coming, but didn't know that, like... We it was scrapped. that it was scrapped and we couldn't do it. He had thought that I did juice myself and like, oh look at this color. He's he's right in front of me taking pictures. But he's happy about it. Yeah. He thinks he's
0: excited. Every,
3: by the way, he looks in the back. Everyone's kind of freaking out. Katie Mercedes is like, is he okay? He's guy's like, yeah, fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Look at all the blood. So Katie was out there for the match. She was managing you guys.
3: Mm. Man, Shoot. that was
0: a two thousand yeah. two, two thousand two, two
3: thousand three, maybe two thousand three good times.
0: Do you still have any pictures? You have pictures of it? I am.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the Uncle Derek
0: pictures. Yeah. yeah.
3: We'll po- post them oh, online. Post them too. Up, post yeah. Them yeah. I want I want
0: it s- I, mean, I it's been so long since I've seen them. I'd like to see them again yeah, too. Yeah, cool.
3: Dad, Definitely one of my favorite pictures ever. They're pretty cool.
0: So uh yeah, I, I do think that they should have bled all over Donahue. Yeah. I do. Some of those old As tags soon as in the she crowd. said that, um, Jake, I asked Mikey earlier, he didn't really give me a firm answer on it, but if this was Vince McMahon in the WWF putting a ring in the middle of the show, what do, you, do you think they would have done anything different? In 1981? Um, let's say it's the Vince McMahon Jr. version of the WWF, not let's Vince let Let's say Sr. 85. So yeah, 85.
2: I think he would have done squash matches, and then maybe a match that went to a time limit or some sort of double no contest sort of thing.
0: Who do you think he would have picked to be his representatives? Um like Kamala. So like big over the top
2: characters. Oh yeah. I agree. Bad oh. News Brown by any chance, I think. Yeah. Mm, no, not Bad News Brown. Um Piper. I could see Piper being on it but not wrestling on it. But like maybe like a um like a strike force,
3: like some sort of young tag team. I think it would be more Oh, wha- and uh, B- Mike Rotundo
2: and Barry Windham if we're it's like the 85. Whereas All the right.
3: AWA is really trying to they're like, hey, you know, look at the sport. You know, this is this wrestling, they're wrestling. Snooker? No nothing about characters. I can see snooker. Nobody's a, really a character except for um Ventura. Yeah. Even like Adonis is he's his, he's not adorable Adrian Adonis. He's he's still in killer promos on Donahue oh, though. Yeah. I
2: can see him putting adorable Adrian
3: Adonis on it. All right. <laughs> All right.
0: I just I think it's it's interesting to see I mean obviously AWA is trying to present it as a very straight-laced this is a real sport Vern's talking about uh, the stipulations, the regulations. He's trying to make it all very very real these people and some of them are seeing right through it.
3: So i wonder if you leaned in a little bit more to the see, over the top. And this is why I think the difference if it was Vince Vince would say, you know, this is this is a uh and this is entertainment. This is what we do. Uh the action in the ring can, guys can get hurt, but it's, it's all. Well, well, that
2: leads to one and, of like the more final callers that goes, I'm sick of this. It's fucking fake and nobody's, nobody's saying anything and it really irritates me. And they're ripping off t- I, the crowd. It's mostly teenagers and they're ripping these kids oh, yeah. off. And it's silly. And like, my, like I don't like this at all. And Donahue's like, so you don't watch it? She goes, well, I have to. My boyfriend makes me. (laughs) (laughs) And they also want how violent the shows are. This is 1981.
0: Can you imagine? Can you imagine them watching it? Like, none of these old ladies made it to 96. But, like, if they watched (laughs) ECW or the Attitude Era or whatever was being shown on Monday Night Raw, holy shit, they would have lost their minds.
3: Yeah,
2: but it just goes to show you, wrestling's always like a fucking scapegoat, always right. like the look down on, it's too violent, blah, blah, and it's, blah. And it's
3: a shame because a lot of, you know, like you said, that last caller who's saying all these, you know, they're, they're ripping off people from their money because they're supposedly saying something that they're not, but when Donahue goes over and he talks to the wrestling fans, the wrestling fans know and they get it and they understand and they're okay with it.
2: They're like trying to explain to the other people, like oh, you know, it's good versus evil. It's a great story. Well, because the one that
3: had, like, the blonde
0: version of Mike Pava with her own little (laughs) wavy hair, like, she was enamored with Greg Anya. She's like, you know, he's going to be champion soon. He's going to take after his dad. Like, there are, like, they care about the individuals more than the show. Mm -hmm. So,
2: like, I feel like that's what they're passionate about. And when when they go to the question and answer segment the people that are asking all these insulting wrestling questions when he gets to her she goes uh mr Ganya, uh are you going to go for the world heavyweight title at all uh like your father did and like tries to ask a very Mm. like respectful mark question that's really nice and he's like oh i'm in a tag team now but you know i would like to follow my dad's footsteps
3: but you know it really starts to go off the rails when a fan asks uh you know the ring what's the ring constructed of it looks pretty bouncy mm-hmm. there's some padding there and Adonis says it's just wood and, and uh you know canvas. wood and canvas that's it they come back from like commercial break and they go to another question and the lady in the crowd's like well I went over there and touched it and this there padding there is padding there. on it and uh, mm. and I, by that point, Bockwinkel was already out there. He's like,
2: "Yes, yeah, so it's a half an inch padding." He's like,
3: "Yeah, it's a half inch foam rubber and and wood." And you know, he, she's like, like, "Well, why do
2: not you just say what? Why you didn't you m- say that in the first place?" Yeah. Well, if Bockwinkel had been out there, maybe he would have. But like That's
3: that, I'm do you do you think people don't like wrestling because they feel like they're being straight up lied, lied to too? and yes. duped? Yeah, and they don't want to feel like a fuck like like they're being. But it's like,
2: d- yeah, but guess what, assholes? Do you feel like, do you hate magic? Because they're not telling me how it's done, so right. I don't like it. Right. You're right, because if you go to a magic show,
0: all the fans that are there
2: for magic. But you they- know what? There are people that go there like, fake, that's stupid. They're not even kind but, but they're not vocal about it. Uh, I bet there are guys. You let's think, go to magic shows and find like the jaded smart marks you think of magic. That's a thing? I bet on a small stage, for, on the smaller or, scale, rather you, like David Copperfield. He doesn't get that, but people. But then there's. But do
3: you think you, we're talking about like amateur, yes. like magicians who watch other magicians? Like this guy's a fucking hack. Like yeah, like stand up comedians. Yes. You think like yes, absolutely. I can see, but uh, do you think there are like fans like that like, yeah yes. stand-up comedy
2: is fake but it's not fans it's just fucking people in the crowd that are watching a magic act and like they're those are the people that if they get called up as a volunteer they're gonna try to fuck with the guy right all right they're gonna try okay. to fucking get like the a guy. hypnotist
3: they're gonna be right like, they're not gonna go for it you know they're, not they're gonna, gonna, be gonna be
2: yelling shit out like fucking being an asshole
3: hmm. yes that's true
0: interesting all right we need to do more research on this someone call sean feeney <laughs> <laughs> hard pass
3: there is. A, I do like the comparison to the magic show, though, because people go into the magic show. Everybody walking in that building knows magic isn't real. Well, I think it's until the same. you're in there and your your belief is being suspended, and you're watching this go and down, and you're like,
2: "Whoa!" The only explanation for that, is magic. magic's real. <laughs> well, I think when
0: we've talked about this before about like going to the movies, they so don't sit there and being like, "Oh man, that special effect was so fake." There's, right.
2: only, there's only one explanation. Magic. Magic's real. <laughs> That was a Mike Pava comment on a YouTube video
3: (laughs) years ago. We talked about this already. Yeah. We sure did. I
2: love that story so much because I just saw the video. And I was just reading the comments, <laughs> and I saw that when I just looked down, and just Mike Pave posted it. Money Mike three sixteen. Yeah, I love I love going through Mikey's stuff and just like reading it back. Yeah, join us on the next Three Way Theater where we read his
0: tweets. God uh, no. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, so let's let's get into the next
0: uh, Donnie our finale for Donahue. Donahue, here. Donahue,
3: Donahue,
2: Donahue. A lot less uh, lighthearted.
3: Than- right. Well,
0: but yeah, I, what a way to end
3: the program.
0: Well, and at first we were all kind of like, oh, maybe we should have ended with the other one, and then you you showed it and. We had this murderer's row of
3: panelists. Holy shit. Yeah. What a fucking... What a panel. And what was it about?
2: It was from 1992. It was about the sex scandal and the steroid scandal within the WWE. Mm. So I feel like... So
0: this was almost about nine years later. Or 10 years... Or 11 years later? 81 to 92. Yeah. Okay. So... I think this was originally supposed to be more about the sex scandal because the stereo trial had already ended, but I feel like they kept on trying to bring it back in to yeah. show the deplorable nature of the well, World Wrestling Federation. Well, it's not so Federation. much
2: they were trying to, but Billy Graham kept fucking shoehorning it in.
0: True. He yeah. He didn't
2: shut the fuck up about
0: it. And again, and this is one of the situations where I feel like Donahue was playing both sides. Yeah. Until like, he got sick of Billy Graham. <laughs> he really got
1: sick of his <laughs> shit. <laughs>
0: Uh, who are, the first? The first panel though was a round table with Vince sitting at the table. Vince
2: Barrio. On one side of the table, Barrio, Murray Hodgson's, a uh, announcer that never got like a break in WWF, and then some random job guy.
3: And Vince on the
0: other side. There's some random job guy with a rat tail. Yeah, that guy was fucking cool. And he was the first to pretty much name Patterson right out. You just said.
2: Yeah, Murray Hodgson. There was uh, fucking Donnie. He was like, "Would you like to name the person?" He's like, "I don't think that's necessary." I, I don't find that to be. <laughs> the fucking job guy's are like, uh, Pat Patterson. Terry Garvin. Andre the Giants. Like, whoa, okay. This is too many. Jerry people. Graham. Yeah, Dr. Jerry Graham. Who's
3: Vince's idol. Ugh.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: I, I really enjoyed that Vince was completely silent. He's just watching these guys, listening to them. Not and, trying to interrupt him, letting them say their piece. And he's just sitting there stewing, like, ready for his retort. And, uh, I don't know. What do you what do you guys think about this whole thing? Um the situation like the, situ- like the like, harassment I situation? mean, obviously the harassment was real. But like like think about other like
3: I don't I know think Vince th- should be like blamed for it, Yeah, okay, it. yeah. Let me
2: that yes.
3: No, I mean it's you know I'd
2: rather not give my opinion on that. I would like to give my opinion on Donahue laughing. And scoffing uh, throughout this entire fuck, all these people saying like uh, they were sexually harassed. Gay he, sex
3: in the be, in the very beginning when he was talking about this, it wasn't just Don. Like the audience was laughing, It was giggling at like, the well, thought of it. Uh, because it to them, also,
0: 1992 gay sex is hysterical. Yeah, the yeah. idea of
3: two men having <sighs> sex. What was it? <sighs> Donahue said something to Barry. Was it Barry O or to one oh, of the guys? Yeah, he said to Barry O. Well, you're a pretty big guy. You're a big guy, right? Insinuating like. You're, why didn't you do something about it? You're, you've got muscles. You're a big guy. Why didn't you fight for, you know... Like you were saying about the Terry
0: Crews harassment thing that's recently right. come out.
2: Like, oh, why didn't you do anything? You're Terry Crews. You're mm-hmm. a big guy. Yeah, because he knows that if he hits this guy, then it's going to cost him a whole lot more than, right. you know... Also, like, for that is... I mean, again,
0: is violence always have to be the only answer? Yes. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, take that, Mike.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Donahue has this line where he says, "Oh, like pro wrestling, where well, the big boys are playing with each other," <laughs> and, it
2: gets, and it gets a bunch of
3: giggles from the crowd. Like they're like, <laughs>
2: And Eric Bischoff's like, "I'm writing that down."
0: <laughs> um, like because even if it feel it felt to me like even if there wasn't a harassment involved in it, just the fact that they're like, "Oh man, there was a gay guy in the locker room, and he likes to have sex with
3: men." Yeah, there was a lot more homophobia, I feel like, than the underage uh, the, assault that was going on. Like, no shit, like the pedophilia. And right. you know what's
2: funny? The fucking... Donnie, he was the one laughing at this gay sex thing, but, like, the job guy's like, we knew he was gay, but I didn't care about yeah, that. No, yeah,
3: it's, it's, it's whatever. Right.
2: Like, all the wrestling people seem to be a lot more tolerant than the fucking... The, like barrio didn't care about the gay thing he just cared about being assaulted like
0: well and i think that's one of the great things about pro wrestling i've noticed over the years even now like uh wrestling is a lot more open and like uh welcoming than a lot of more sports would you know
3: you would think
2: yeah i'd agree with that like what are your preferences
3: even barrio like he's so he's sitting in between murray uh, hodgson murray no I mean, uh, when he's telling the story, about, oh, he was sitting between Terry Garvin and Pat was, Patterson, right, and uh he, he even says like the first couple times, like he just kind of laughed it off it was just like a joke. like it was kind of a joke, and then it you know it, it wasn't, went on it, and it went yeah right,
2: which is always scary, you know, but like imagine feeling in that position, and these are two people in a position of power, you know,
3: and the guys who are being uh allegedly assaulted are in a position of. I don't want to lose this spot that I have. I'm not a, they're not like big guys by any mean. I mean, yeah. as far as the, the card goes, but and Barry they,
2: O's happened in the seventies and like he just, right. he never rose above like mid card, even lower mid card. Also, Vince, I mean,
3: go ahead. Vince pulls out the, the thing. Well, why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you say anything then? Uh, you know, if I saw this going on, I'd call the authorities. Yeah. You know, Vince being very, you know, He, uh, Murray Hodgson says he refused to
2: have any intercourse with, I believe it was probably Terry Garvin. Uh, and then he said he was fired a short time later from a contract that he's like, from a contract that I had signed that guaranteed me a year, blah, blah, blah. And Vince like, those contracts all say you can be released at any point upon review and... It's like you you knew it said that and maybe you just weren't that good of a ring announcer. <laughs> like and uh, he, like he tells him the logistics of it and then he takes a little shot at him. Yeah, why not? Because he's right. And I mean,
0: yeah, you were independent contractors. Anybody could be cut loose at any point.
3: Do you think do you think there'll be a day where Pep Pat Patterson is looked at in the same vein as like a fabulous Moolah?
0: I feel <laughs> that's a great question. Um, I'm gonna say no,
3: only because I believe there were no actual. No one was ever actually brought to Never, trial no. for any of this. This is all just allegations, correct?
0: Yeah. And I feel like
3: Pat. I don't. Mm. Do, you, go ahead. No, I Look, no go no. Do you think Pat? I don't know. I, I'm not. I I I, I don't I know. I'm not saying these things didn't did or didn't happen. I just, I don't know, like, how people feel. Like, people can, there are are reports of what Moolah has done. And again, there was no charges brought there either. But there's a lot of different allegations that have told a lot
0: of different stories.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, With Pat, you've heard different rumors. But I, I, you don't really hear the kid thing about Pat. No, no. You hear it about Terry Garvin. Yes. Mel Phillips. Mel Phillips, who they also name dropped during Mm -hmm. this. I think, I think Pat,
0: got a raw deal I think he got lumped because he was gay he was lumped in with the actual abusers
2: and he because he was just gay on the other hand I also do believe Barrio saying he was probably like touching him and grabbing at him sure I, I believe that Yes, yeah, i,
0: I was just I, feeling things out. But here's know? the
2: thing: in a locker room or at a show, like who, like who's to say who's going to come in? We are molested start-
0: every show by Doc Ozone at an NCW show.
2: Yeah, when he
0: comes to check people for the physical, different doctor, different oh, different doctor. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, if you don't feel comfortable being touched or groped, uh-huh. you kind of have to say something, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Doc, get the fuck off me. I don't want to be hugged right, right now. Yeah. Like, so if, if Pat's coming up to you and be like, oh, ho, ho, I'm French Canadian. And like, you know, no, Pat. like, just get the fuck off me, Pat. He probably would just leave you alone. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing they needed to speak up on. So I think Pat just kind of got a raw deal. I think he was kind of mixed in with them. Yeah. Poor Pat. Um you kinda we kinda fast forwarded a little bit to get into the others panel.
2: Yeah, because we had we were watching so much.
0: So much. And we're actually over we're over two hours in on this wow. podcast right now. Okay. So <laughs> we got to Dave Meltzer on there. The Meltzer driver. Oof. Uh <laughs> uh Billy Graham. And th- I, didn't, I didn't realize that Bruno was there. He Bruno was just, just sit there, there silently. Well, because they only showed Meltzer at first and then a radio personality. I don't even remember what the fucking name is. The John Arezzi. Something like that. And he was supposedly the guy that fed information like he he takes credit for like feeding information to the national news about the steroid trial and the abuse scandal. We have never heard of this guy again. No.
3: Not
2: after either. Vince had him killed. (laughs)
0: Maybe. And then it cuts to to billy Graham, that's there all the while bruno's right off
2: camera we don't
0: even see him they never show him and then finally like he just jumps in on the conversation
2: he's like hey i was just uh at body slam while we we're filming my scene and now i'm here <laughs> um you hear that Ben kicks american way is a real hit <laughs> <laughs> Kick. Oh, original oh, running joke
0: yeah um like, I think Bruno stepped in because Billy Graham was going on a rant and he was not making any sense. Yeah. Fucking Donnie, he was fucking
2: over it. He's like, Oh, Billy, did that really happen now? <laughs> he's talking to him like he
0: was an idiot. He's sliding on his Bobby Heenan jacket while he's <laughs> mocking him. <laughs>
2: And then Bruno's there, and he's trying to talk about how it was different from when he went there, and how everyone was doing drugs, and how he had to get a special ride from Chief J. Strongbow, because he was the only person not doing drugs. He didn't want anybody high on cocaine driving him around. But Strongbow was probably drunk
0: off his fucking ass. Sure was, but that was okay. (laughs) It was a different time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, He was probably not watching his pool somewhere. (laughs) his grandkid uh, drowned in his pool <laughs> fuck. when he was babysitting and he fell asleep oh, okay
0: oh man what a
3: what a way, what to, end way to end the end show,
0: the show. <laughs> and that's the episode everybody wow um what we learn? um
2: oh man we're ending on that yeah i mean yeah yeah brutal you f-
3: <laughs> uh mikey do uh, you fuck <laughs> um uh, I don't know, but I'm going to give my shortest speech. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I learned that uh, when my husband goes out and does the work, I do the TV. Oh. <laughs> All right, okay.
2: Right. Lumby? I learned that, um, you know, you want to see the clean wrestlers wrestling against the dirty wrestlers.
0: Oh. All right.
2: Yeah. Um, I
0: learned that uh, Jenny Jones was Gushing, yep. During the daytime nitro party, yep.
3: Sure was. Weren't we all? We Loved all th- were. Loved every second of it.
0: This was fun. This was great. I'm Something so good. glad we did the talk shows. Something different. Yeah. Now I can't wait for the sequel when we do the nighttime, the
3: yeah. late night talk, talk shows. That'll be fun.
2: Yeah, I got some for that. Fabulous Mulan May Young on Conan. Yeah, uh, I remember Macho that man one. Man on Arsenio. Yeah, yeah, bad news Brown on Arsenio. Akeem the African Dream on (laughs) Arsidio. We
3: do a whole Arsidio episode. (laughs) (laughs) Hulk Hogan on Arsidio. (laughs) Yeah, going
2: to the Dog Pound.
0: Uh, Well, I want to thank our Dog Pound for listening. Oh.
3: Um, Is that what we call our listeners? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: we've always called the the Dog dog Pound. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, you can go back and listen to all our episodes on threeawaytheater dot com, mm-hmm. uh, iTunes, Spotify, not Spotify. Oh man, I almost I wish. wish. Yeah, Dude. I told you, Spotify. <laughs> you you inception that into yep. my head. Uh, um, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, Who Bazoo? Who? No, we're not Stop. on there. Um, follow us on all our little social media gimmicks there at Three Way Theater. That's right. And, Snapchat. Uh, We are not on Snapchat now. What do we do next? Um, So coming up next, we're doing... um, A little special...
2: Nickelodeon episode What uh, the Cartoon Showdown? Cool. Yeah, the Nickelodeon Cartoon Showdown plus 1 live <laughs> action. So it's uh, those were all on Nickelodeon
0: that we are going to watch?
3: Yes. Oh, cool. Awesome.
0: Well, that's going to be fun and
2: uh stay tuned for
0: more information on new Best in Show. We'll we'll get that going again soon.
2: Yeah, the next Best in Show will be in coinciding with the amazing Women's Pay-Per-View oh. Evolution coming out. With the original woman's pay-per-view, WoW Unleashed. Can't wait. I, I can wait a little while
0: longer but uh, it should be interesting I can uh it will be fun. Do we
3: have a guest? For yeah, that? we
2: sure do. Mr. Kevin Castro. Oh, bah, I think I he's
0: returned. Yes. I'm Mike Dever. I'm JC. And this
2: is Three Way Theater. Bam, bam, bam.